A word of warning, Trail Show Nation. Some content on this month's show is not suitable for younger listeners. Uh, did you guys get the note uh, about the trail show that was mentioned in that? Um... Oh, in the porchdrinking.com thing? Yes. What, yeah, um, what FKT are we going to talk about this month? No. Not talking about Come on. FKTs. FKTs are so Please. important. So, so many to choose from. Whoa. Was somebody calling us tonight? I don't think so. I think so. you need to turn off the notifications again on the iPad. No, no, no. It's not notifications. Yeah, it's a, that's a ring. Nobody should be calling, though. Hello, trail show. Oh, God. Oh, Is this no. a trail show? Is Mike DiLorenzo there? Wait a minute. Wait, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm here. Who, who's this? Who? Is this Donald? Donald, why are you calling us? This is a complete surprise. Is D'Lo there? D'Lo, D'Lo, are you there? Donald, I'm here. D'Lo is here. What's up, Donald? D'Lo, you're there. Fantastic. This is great. This is huge. Listen, I have a big question for you. It's big. It's fantastic. It's huge. Are you ready for the question? Uh, Yeah, I'm ready, Donald. Listen, D'Lo, I've got some fantastic talent in my cabinet, as you know. I've got Scotty Pruitt for EPA. I've got Betsy DeVoy for education. I've got Jeff Sessions for Attorney General. I've got Bannon for Chief Strategist. And now, D'Lo, D'Lo, are you there? What? Huh? Are you listening? Yeah, Donald, I'm here. I'm listening. And now, D'Lo, I need you. I want you to be my public relations media czar. D'Lo, I need you to be my media czar. Don, Don, I, I don't know what to say. You need to say yes. I will be your media czar, Donald. Dilo, listen. The media hates me. The mainstream media, they hate me. They don't like me, Dilo. The liberal media, do you understand? I need someone who can help me with that. Ben Carson's not going to help me with that. I need someone who can help me be great in the media again. What do you say, Dilo? What do you say? Donald, I, I, I don't know what to say. You need to say yes, I've already told you. Listen, if you don't accept my offer, and I know good offers, the next time you leave the USA, perhaps to visit your in-laws at their timeshare in Guadalajara, well, maybe when you come back, you don't get back into the USA, Mike. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying, D'Lo? Will you come to Washington, D.C.? And be my public relations media czar. But, but, but what about the trail show, Donald? You'll have to leave the trail show, Mike. You need to come to the District of Columbia right now. What do you say, D'Lo? Are you, D'Lo, are you there? Do- are, you, are you there? Yeah, Donald, Donald, I, I'll do it. I'll do it, Donald. I'll be there in January. I'll leave the trail show, Donald. Donald? Let's make America great again. Fantastic. Great. This is huge. This is fantastic. I'm really excited, D'Lo. Really excited. This is huge. This is big league. You won't regret this decision, Mike. Hey, Disco. Is Disco there? Disco, are you there? Donald, I'm here. What's up? Disco, let's start the freaking show. You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail. Get on the trail. We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and blood and goods. It's the trail show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike D'Lo DiLorenzo. Yo! 
June 8, Special 41, Daoud. I don't think you need to tell a funny pop if you got some of them little brandy out in a little nub nub or something or something. And now, broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. Hey, calm down, audience. Calm down. Coming to you live. control. From the Bobby Walters studio in Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, it is The Trail Show, and we are live at our South Boulder Studios telecasting complex, ladies and gentlemen. State of the art. The Trail Show is a monthly mashup of all things trail and has been downloaded over half a million times in 182 countries across what? the globe. Somebody got a lot of frequent flyer miles to get to all those countries. <laughs> Only 13 or 14 countries left to go until we reach total world domination. <laughs> we are heard worldwide on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and at thetrailshow.com. That call you heard in the opening bit. I'm afraid was not a joke. It is true, D'Lo, that you are leaving the trail show to join President-elect Don Trump's media team. We put a little something special together as a tribute to your contributions here at the show. Really? Over the last four and a half years and 55 episodes. I think it's more like five years. So if you'll humor me. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's five It probably just seems like it. (laughs) no. If you'll humor me, we'd like to play this little tribute to D'Lo. Thousands of pounds of animal. We've been here for freaking three hours talking about bull. This is Mike DiLorenzo, and I support Amendment 64. (laughs) 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 Ah! Sweet home, Alabama. Uh... Yeah, where the skies are so blue. <laughs> Sweet home, Alabama. Okay. But I've had a lot of luck smearing my anus with bacon fat. <laughs> Bag bomb. They used to call me D-Lo Bag of Donuts, but they shortened it to D-Lo. <laughs> yeah. And then sooner or later, bam! Yeah, dude, I want to know the biology, man. For the love of God, Mags. Black clouds coming over the mountain. Sing it, bro. Black clouds coming down sea. Trailhead, take your car through the capsation car wash. Does that box urine too? Yes, the capsation car wash with box It's like urine. Can I live while I'm young? I just had a bunch of chicken sandwiches, man. Don't blame it on the beer. Church. Where does it start? Where does it end? Can you resupply along the way? We're on the next segment. I would get Goodbye. them all and put them into a... Bye-bye. Uh, next segment. No, I'm not done. I'm Guys, I'm not done here. No crickets. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk right to the crickets. I'm going to talk to the crickets. I don't really care about the crickets at this point. I will put them in your... One of those, like, mail pouches. <laughs> Dude, can you just put the crickets on repeat so that they don't have that pause between them so that it sounds like it's continuous crickets? <laughs> I would just mail myself a pair of socks for three bucks. I would buy my socks and I would mail them Sweet to this Jesus. town, that town, the next town. And I would put them in one of those big self-service envelopes. <laughs> Don't criticize it. <laughs> it had it on the show. That one person will die. D-Lo. Comes a time when you're drifting. Comes a time when you settle down. Crickets, 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 crickets. <laughs> I was looking that for the... about sums up our fraternity experience. And I said, no, it does not. <laughs> I didn't realize now. I yeah. sound like Fat Albert. 
Your levels have been tough to get tonight, too, D-Law. Why? I, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me, buddy. Why? Some call it marijuana, yeah. Get on the trail! What are you the girls, girls doing on this 14er? Gully, what a guy. Justin Knowles. Knowles quality. Their level of hardcoreness is prehistoric. Hiya! I and I. I love the taste of iodine. You know, he's three. We have conversations. We talk about his needs and his wants, and if he's hungry, and if he needs to pee, and things like that. Let's go to the hop. Lex Luthor was tunneling under the Federal Reserve Bank of New York City with cars full of dynamite to blow up the bank when Superman came underneath to foil his plans. Are you referring to me? Was I being too loud? No, no, no. Uh, Sorry. Hey, (laughs) D-Lo. What? (laughs) Max is my duel. Thank God Max is not. Mount Doom. (laughs) I want to see mountain bikes on the trail, and I don't want to camp near anybody. (laughs) Because I am a multicultural human being, I was aware of all these things. My God, Paulie. Did we? Yeah. It's news to me. You going to bed? No stories. Whatever. Just if we switched accounts. No, it is. And you want to give us all of your money? Send it in. <laughs> oh. oh! Too many plaster of Paris projects. <laughs> the theme is primal defecation. <laughs> I had a lot of questions this month, but there was also a lot of uh, turmoil about the length of my questions last month. Rastify. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I don't even hike trails anymore. I just hike roads. <laughs> Ladies love me. Guys adore me. Even the ones that na- say they never saw me love the way that I rock the mic. The off-road rollerblades are big, actually. I've heard the off-road rollerblades are pretty big now. <laughs> Maybe yeah. some laughter with some snorting. You know? The P.O.D.'s been known to do a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> You know, something like that. Yeah. Dr. Spaceman. That looks so freaking steep. I think we're just going to die. He's not a tough guy. He's a stupid guy. You got swamp ass. You got monkey butt. There's a lot of different names for these situations. Explain to us the thermodynamics, Maggie. Trail to the moon! Call it the trail show effect. And I think the person who told me this was a little uptight. Bam! Ah! Hey, don't forget to tip your waitress. Don't ruin my wilderness experience. <laughs> um, basically, when it rains, I'm just going to wrap him up in plastic and carry him. <laughs> Christmas in a cup! Woke up and yelled, And that's a show. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's uh, five years of uh, Five years of one-liners. Said, huh? Primal defecation. Yeah. Primal defecation is pretty good. <laughs> so, were you going to wrap your kid up in a blanket and carry him? Or a yeah, plastic? I think so. Uh, what was the, uh, the, the, host- the prehistoric levels of, of hardcore? <laughs> it's tough to say, man. You got to go back and listen to what? Okay, 12 times 5, there's 60 trail shows? Oh, no, I don't listen to the trail show. Yeah, well. <laughs> no one does. Apparently Disco does because he found all that stuff. <laughs> oh, I, I, I've been saving been all those one-liners. Oh, gotta, that's good. That's good. That makes your, your job for this, it, this He actually just less. programmed an, an artificial intelligent computer to nice just to go through and like, my voice. pull them out. Yeah. I got to say, I had a lot of fun putting that little montage together. And P.O.D. heard me in there laughing I as did. I was like was lining up one-liner after one-liner. It was good stuff, D-Lo. Good. So you have all that audio 
in one location online that you can uh, peruse through? Yeah. That's a lot of audio, dude. Oh, I've got one-liners from all of us. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Be careful. Yeah. That's but but you only get a montage when you join Quits. Donald Trump's oh, public know. relations team and <laughs> well, leave the show. I, I, I just have to, like... I, I'm <coughs> You know, you can go ahead. I was just going to say, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. You know, congratulations on being a czar. <laughs> I, I, I was aware that Donald was a big fan of like you know Soviet stuff and whatnot, but uh, I mean, but to, he's been to calling the trail the show. Czar, I mean. He's been calling the trail show forever since yeah. bef- you know since before anybody took him seriously. Uh, I don't really take him too seriously, but I, I'm going to take this job very seriously. My, my, our house is on the market. Um, I've quit my job. Yeah, we're we're going to the swamp. We're going to the swamp. We're going to help drain it. <laughs> <You're gonna> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I hear they're like putting some more swamp water in first. The I guess the idea is like if they just fill the swamp up all the way, then to it the becomes point of a lake. Well, what they're going to do? Yeah, and it's no longer a sl- a what swamp they're going to do is they're going to build a levee. And you have well, what all happens that le- when the levee breaks? Well, it's going to flood on the inside and the outside so that the water levels will be the same. So it's almost going to be like Venice yeah. inside so water. And you have all that landscaping experience. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm going to have to become uh, skilled at uh, aquaculture. Oh. I like so it. I'm really excited about that. It's kind of a new thing for me. It's just the aquaculture, how to divert the water, where the water right. will go and things Who like that. Who to flood. Yep. I'm really excited about that. It's one of the things I'm looking forward to in moving to Washington is aquaculture. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> impressed that Trump had been following you all these years, watching you progress as a broadcaster, and he decided, you know, this is the guy. This is the one guy out of all the guys that I need to do my my media, my public relations. He's going to be my media czar. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not like right wing like Steve Bannon there. And Steve Bannon and I have talked, and we don't get along. Uh, so it's going to be difficult. There's going to be we're going to have to compromise. Steve Bannon and I are ha- we're going to have to compromise about how to direct the administration and what message we want to convey to the American people. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of hard work. Well, the Trail Show wishes you the very best, and we want you to know that there will always be an open seat here for you anytime you'd like to fly back from D.C. to Boulder on your private jet and, and come in for a show. I think that's but we do expect that those censorship laws that are all going to be put on the books that you'll like give us a pass on that stuff. Yeah, we're going to sure. need a pass. Yeah. Well, you guys I mean, aren't. Like, you guys czar, are uh, kind of under the podcasts are under the radar, right? They're not yeah. going to be subject to these. Are you kidding me? Donald Trump NPR, doesn't know how to listen to a podcast. NPR, you want my CNN, the New York Times. <laughs> these are the folks who are going to be censored. It's not. It's not the independent broadcasters. The mainstream media. Exactly. It's not the subversive elements like the Trail Show. Not nah. going to be censored. Not so much. Let's set the table. P.O.D., yeah. what are we serving yep. up today at the Trail Show Buffet? I'll tell you what's on the buffet the tonight. Unlimited beer yeah. is on the buffet. Before we talk about the beer, which is going to take a while, let's yes. talk about what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about D'Lo a lot tonight. Um, I'm going to have to get out all my aggression towards him in one show. Yeah, you got <laughs> This is it. This is it. I've been parceling it out, you know, in different... Shows, and now I'm just going to have to go balls to the wall, but that's okay. I can do it. I'm up to the challenge. Oh, that's great. Um, Looking forward let's see, to we've that. Let's see. We've got some... Uh, we, are we going to talk about some uh, trail show stats? Ooh, we've yeah. got some more from Out of Order. I've got a trail tip. And we have iTunes Top 5. We've got some, some letters to read. We've got a cool uh, uh, trail media article to discuss and some... Oh, you know, some articles and some things. And uh, I think I'm finally going to talk about hiking with the dog tonight. 
Oh, all right. Wow, that's amazing. But only if I'm allowed to. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, before we get into all of that, we got to get into Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Month. Dilo, take it away. Well, tonight we've got so much beer that I can't wait to wake up at 5.30 in the morning with my children. That's right. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we have so much beer. We've got beer from Perrin Brewing Company, which is from the Mitten State. And if you're not familiar with the Mitten State, that is Michigan in the USA. First of all, we have a Blackberry IPA. Delish. Which is a Michigan seasonal brew that combines the tart sweetness of ripened blackberries along with an aromatic floral bouquet of fresh Michigan bittering hops. Sit back with this beer and enjoy the chance of the seasons wherever you are. (laughs) Dilo just crushed a can on his face. All right, I need another can or a bottle to read. Quick. Don't break the bottle on your head. Oh, this white noise. Is this incredible. is an Imperial White A from Cigar City Brewing, which is a collaboration, apparently, with Perrin Brewing Company, which is very interesting because Cigar City Brewing is from Tampa, Florida. And they got one of our Beer of the Year awards. And Perrin Brewing Company is from Michigan. You can't be too much further away from each other in the United States than these two breweries are, and they have collaborated tonight on this delicious white noise Imperial White IPA. White Noise is a collaboration Imperial White IPA made by the brewers from Perrin Brewing Company in Cigar City. This monster Imperial White IPA is packed with lemon drop Denali and Chinook hops paired with lemon peel, juniper berries, and lemongrass spices and permitted with a Belgian yeast wheat oat malts created silky smooth body blending. <laughs> get get your breath there, man. I, hadn't, I didn't breathe that whole time, actually. That's impressive. Deceptively... Oh my Easy God! Drinking imperial beer that's really sure to drink. pull you. It's another pill of passive IBS. I'm gonna smash this bomb on my head. Nope. We're go- I tell you what, we're gonna read oh, a letter man. from Perrin Brewing. I'm gonna smash well, glass on my head. I and we, the first start and we also opened the goat black IPA, which was the del- oh, is that with that big tall glass? The, yeah. the black goat. It's got this great label of this of this goat with like a star eye, and it's dancing. There's some really fine print cool. on the sign of that label. Do you want to read it? Uh, on the black goat. Yeah. We got a whole bunch of beer from Parent Brewing, and we should say Where did we it got come a, from? They're out of Comstock Park, Michigan, which is ten miles due north of Grand Rapids. Okay, they sent us three boxes of beer. We opened a bottle on our last show, and then we actually divvied up some of the beer, and we just have two boxes left tonight. But it's wait, still I was a supposed ton. to drink some of that in the interim. <laughs> <laughs> Folks yes. might remember we we opened the damsel in distress. Yeah. Last weekend, we've got another bottle that we're probably going to open tonight. Yes. And we've got, we've got Perrin Brewing out the wazoo, and we got a letter from them we're going to read later in Melbourne. They seriously hooked correct. it up. I mean, so much beer. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it, sh- it took up the entire bottom of my refrigerator. It's and you have much. a refrigerator as big it's as you It's a walk-in head. refrigerator. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's because you're in the restaurant industry. You were. You were in the restaurant industry. So everyone in the restaurant industry must have in their home a walk-in cooler. Yeah. 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 Who doesn't? You can find Idiots, them at perrinbrewing.com. It's P-E-R-R-I-N brewing.com. Go on their website. Check out their lineup. And if you're anywhere near Grand Rapids in the next, I don't know, three or four years, you should probably go over to Perrin Brewing and 
have a couple of beverages. And I think they distribute to other places, so look for it. They're distributing in Colorado now. Yeah. Oh, so we they? can find it here. Oh, wow. Yes. 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 This this uh, black goat is eight point five percent too. Oh well, let's knock that they back. Ain't, ain't messing around, yo. Wait till we get around to uh, Frito Rolti Garcia's Christmas presents. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want Dilo to come off the rails by our first break. <laughs> Dilo. Okay, moving on from the beer, should we get right into trail news? Sure, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we have trail news with Special 41. Here it is. Hey, thank you. What a lovely introduction. My You're Cookie welcome. Monster. The, I mean, no problem. I appreciate it, Cookie Monster. Big fan of your work, by the way. Thank um, you. You and I definitely share that deep and abiding love for the cookie. Can you pass me a cookie? I would love to pass you a cookie. Try not to bite off any of my fingers. I know you get a little anxious. Just one cookie. I'm having trouble getting his levels right. Special. I, thought, I thought you said just one. <laughs> Thank you for the cookie. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, moving on to some trail news. Uh, So we have a few different things this month. Um, As we talked about last month, there were uh, a lot of fires going on on the east, um, closing down some areas of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park, um, as well as like really impacting some of the uh, area all around. Uh, They have arrested two teenagers uh, in connection with these, uh, these fires, um, these fires killed 14 people um, and uh, and caused injuries uh, to more than 190 other people, as well as destroying a lot of land, a lot of structures, and things like that. They, uh, given that these people that they've arrested are teenagers, um, they haven't obviously released their names. Uh, they haven't really decided yet whether they're going to try them as adults. And actually, arson charges, as it turns out, are kind of rare. Um, huh. Yeah, because it's one of those deals where it's like they need to, they're hard to prosecute. They have to be able to like show that they set the fire. They have to be show, show that they did it with, you know, a On certain purpose. intent and yeah. all of this stuff. And so, yeah, so they're not really sure exactly what's going to end up coming of this, but they have arrested uh, two young men as part of this. So Scary. Sad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and this is, I mean, so 14 people dead. You know those those two kids, uh, assuming they're not total pieces of crap, like are are, are going to have to carry around some some weight of that for the rest of their lives, regardless of whether they're convicted of the of right, the of arson course, or anything. Course. Yeah. So and I mean, even if it was an accident, like sure, yeah, you know, I it's mean, like, oh, it's horrible. Yeah. So it's a pretty tragic situation all around, um, and we will we'll definitely be uh, keeping an eye on that one to to see what becomes of it. Um, in other news, uh, the uh, the trails, um, some of the trails in the Big Sur area are going to be closed for a full year following some recent fires there. Huge fires out there this yeah. summer. So they're actually going to, um, even though you know they maybe could, I guess in big quotes, open them beforehand, uh, they're going to go ahead and, and let them stay closed for a year to try to help the. Uh, Help some of the ecosystem bounce back a little bit and kind of keep the uh, keep the trampling to a minimum as as those ecosystems try to rebound a little. If you had Big Sur on the uh, on the agenda for the next year, you might want to come up with a plan B because some of them ain't going to be ready. Yeah. See, in other news, um, Congress actually did something. What? Yeah, I know. 
They like order pencils what, or something. What did they do? No, and it, they didn't even like do anything like terrible or oh. something useless, like Take uh, away declare the hot dog like the national food or something <laughs> dumb. Uh, no, they passed a Forest Service Trail Stewardship Act. What? Um, so this is HR eight four five or Senate Bill eleven ten, uh, and it uh, this is actually a bipartisan. Um, uh, bill. It was uh, in the in the House of Representatives. It was uh, Cynthia Cummings, a Republican from Wyoming, uh, and Tim Waltz, a Democrat from Maine, um, and then Senators Mike Enzi from Wyoming, a Republican, and Michael Bennett, Democrat oh, from yes. here in Colorado. So they were sort of the people that spearheaded this thing, but they ended up pushing it through. Uh, it was. Uh, it was passed, I'm pretty sure, actually unanimously. Uh, oh. So it it was, you know. What's, and what's it going to do? So what this is going to do is is a few things. It's um, obviously there are, you know, some huge budget considerations going on with the Forest Service yeah. and public lands in general. Uh, this is going to allow the Forest Service to make greater use of um, volunteers. Um, it's going to also take a look at maybe knocking down some of the liability laws that uh, stand as barriers for like private groups to be able to get out and do trail maintenance and things. Mm -hmm. So this should hopefully make it so that the regulatory or the, the, you know, basically the forest service is, is hopefully going to be able to um, better utilize people who would like to volunteer uh, as well as to sort of prioritize uh, what, what projects get taken care of. Special. Yes. Can I have another cookie? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, those are some good cookies. Do we have oatmeal. Cookies. What is it? Oatmeal walnut cranberry? Yes. Oatmeal walnut it's cranberry the cookies. Where are they sprouts. From? Sprouts cookies. Thank you, special. Thank you, people. Don't get the oatmeal raisin. The oatmeal cranberry walnut. That's Thank you. For the cookie. Right, I need one of those cookies. Yeah, man. Go for it. Get on it. I've been, I've been on a little bit of a cookie binge. Um, yeah, those hey, uh, cookies we had at your house earlier were delish. Yeah, so a friend of mine, uh, Redneck, Redneck Rye, uh, met him in 2006 on the PCT. He, he was talking about cookies on Facebook, and I said, I want cookies. And he said, I'll send you cookies. And then he sent me cookies. That's so pretty I, sweet. Yeah, man, they're pretty good, pretty good. Coincidentally, my girlfriend got some, uh, some cookies the same day, too. So we were like, we were so cookie. From Facebook? No, she, her mom sent her, like, she signed her up for some, like, every other month. She gets a box of cookies from someplace oh back God. east thing. I don't know. Cookie Sher- of the month Cheryl's club. cookies or something. Apparently, it's a big deal. Hmm. They're good. I like them. What are you going to do? Wild cookies. Um, let's see. And uh, so that's actually pretty much all I've got. I was going to just mention briefly that... Uh, that super mom who got kidnapped from that trail yes. in Northern oh California and then what showed happened? up what like happened? details that have come out about that yeah. are terrible. Tell us so, more. so well, first of all, it just sounds again more bizarre than than when we talked about it last month. But yeah, apparently she was like beaten and tortured and branded, um, wow. and like and then when she was trying, when they finally like released her on the side of the road. Um, she couldn't get anybody to stop for a long time, and was like screaming and stuff, and then, like started coughing up blood, and like <laughs> and you're like I'm and now, pulling away, I'm not helping you. And now the family America has apparently is like uh, has like disappeared and is staying somewhere undisclosed in the wake of all of this. Well, that seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, it, but it's it just seems 
it seems bizarre. I still feel like at some point, like some info is going to come out about this that it's just going to it's going to have some connections to weird stuff. Uh, some of the local law enforcement were talking about the fact that they think it was that she had been abducted in an attempt to like sell her into sex slavery and like human trafficking kind of a deal. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so it's uh, it's it is just one wacky bizarre story. Um and and then apparently like somebody from in like 1989 disappeared in the same area and mm. ended up becoming like a cold case and and so the local law enforcement were like, "Wait a minute, I wonder if maybe there's some sort of connection there." And so but they don't know. So yeah, just kind of a bizarre story. Kind of a bizarre story. Yeah, let's let's get another follow up next month and see where we are. Because originally she was out jogging or running trails. Well, that's yeah, kind of why was, we. That's why we brought it up in the first place because she was out. Yeah, she disappeared while she was trail running, like okay. right right around the um, Mount Shasta. Um, wow, that is so weird, man. Yeah, I mean to like be snatched from a trail whilst trail. It's so yeah, the whole thing just crazy, so bizarre. But one could think that if you were. Um, a bad person with bad intentions that you could just hover in the woods, like buy a trail and then attack somebody. Of course, but and then do all these things. But, but, but I mean, but, don't you usually do that like by the Seven Eleven in the shady right. part of town that's or something? Yeah, that you know, I think that was the predators yeah. usually go for the easiest. Yeah, target because it's hard if you're out yes. in the woods, yeah. unless you happen to be some sort of a really strange person who maybe lives out in the woods. Yeah, for you sure. know, because people do live out in the woods. Remember that hermit. Up yeah. in Maine, yeah. I think he was on Trail News a few few years ago. Yeah. Who just kind of was would break into cabins up in the oh, woods yeah, in, in, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in northern Maine <laughs> in the winter camps. time and steal food and steal canned mm. goods and yeah. junk food and candy and things like that. And eventually he got caught and he had been in the woods for twenty thirty years. So yeah. these things happen. You know, it's not that far fetched. That's well, different. I mean, stealing th- cans of food is very yeah, different I mean, though than like that dude stealing was a just person. sort of like, ah, oh, I'm sure. checked out. I'm going to go live in the woods and yeah. like break into but people's the, vacation. But homes. the idea yeah. is that there could be people in the woods that would want to abduct people. You know, I mean, is this not, why you don't go in the woods anymore, Dilo? Uh, no, <laughs> that's not the main reason. <laughs> oh, I'm boy. trying to make my 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 homestead into a beautiful. Oasis uh, in the urban uh, okay. jungle, such that I can just stay there for the rest of my life. Oasis in I the see. city, yeah, urban, urban oasis. All right. I like those cookies. And with all the news <laughs> that was fit to be heard, Special Forty One just ran out the door. Dude, he just—I I don't even think he. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he no. just broke the door, dude. Actually, I think he just went over to Great Clips to get a haircut. Next door, <sighs> man, he just broke <laughs> this door. He broke into that door. It's just a matter of time before the police come looking for like the dude who broke the glass doors, and it's like here we are. Excuse me, people, <laughs> looking for a crazy guy breaking doors. Not wearing clothes. Make <laughs> it. Uh, anybody shouting about that? get on a trail? I don't know. Anybody match that description in here? Okay, I tell you what, let's go to break. When we come back, we got a special interview with Ryan Dirtmonger Silva about the skit. What is the skit you say? Well, you got to stay tuned. Joel Show will be back. This is 
not a chance, and I never listen to the trail show. <laughs> and if anyone is curious about who that was, you can catch Not a Chance on last month's show, Show 54, which featured the uh, not the lowest to highest route, but the Northern New Mexico Loop. And this month we feature the third in this three-part Brett Tucker trilogy. Okay, if you've been following along, we had lowest to highest. We had Northern New Mexico Loop, and this month, this month, Dilo, we're featuring the Sky Island Traverse. Getting it up. BT call home. BT call home. BT. Oh, Brett Tucker. We're going to get him I, on the I, show one I day. I really don't know how that line from E.T. back in, like, 1984 went, but I, I, I did my best. It was I, terrible. I was with you, man. <laughs> I knew what you were talking uh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Somebody got it, but, you know, somebody will... I mean, it wasn't funny, but no, I got it. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's move <laughs> on. Anyways, so let's pull back the curtain a little bit. Oh. And uh, we don't actually have Dirtmonger in studio tonight, but we did have Dirtmonger in our house in Salida back in September. Yep. He was through hiking the CDT. He was going southbound. He was up at Monarch Pass. I went up there and kidnapped him, and I brought him down to the house, and I said, let's do an interview. I got Dirtmonger on the microphone to talk about his hike of the Sky Island Traverse, which is a 500-plus mile route that um, is in the desert areas of the southwest U.S. And uh, let's listen in and hear what... Mr. Dirtmonger's got to say about the Sky Island Traverse, or the skit, as I like to call it. All right, folks, we have a special treat for you today. For our Trail of the Month, we're featuring the skit, also known as the Sky Island Traverse. Uh, We've got former trail show guest and current long-distance hiker, Mr. Ryan Dirtmonger Silva, back in studio. You might remember him from show 33 we did way back in February of 2015, when we covered the Vagabond Loop, which is, yeah, Dirtmonger, thanks for, for talking yeah, to us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So we should tell folks that this is kind of impromptu because normally when we do these interviews for Trail of the Month, we have someone in studio during the regular show or we Skype someone in. Well, this is a little different because we kidnapped Dirtmonger from Monarch Crest last night at like 10 p.m. <laughs> we got him drunk. We got him. No, oh. yeah, yeah. We we, we fed, did. We fed him a lot of food. Off three beers, you got me drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take much when you're walking. No, not at all. Yeah. And we we drove him down to Salida, and we've got him in in our house here. So we thought, what better time than right now to ask him about this trail, which has been on my radar for a while. And if you've hiked the Grand Enchantment Trail or, or any hiking in Arizona or New Mexico, really, you may have heard of this trail, but you probably haven't. It's called the... the um, I'm a, I was about... <laughs> you're, right, you're about to say it. It's not the Skyline Traverse, nor the Highline Traverse. It's the Sky Island, Island. Traverse. Or, or the Skit. The Skit. Yeah. All right, so where should we start, P.O.D.? Well, I think we should start with just like the basics of where it's located, total length, and starting and ending points. Yeah. Um, it's southeast Arizona, and it connects 10 Sky Island mountain ranges throughout that region. The terminus is either the Dragoon Mountains or um, the Chiricahua near the town of Portal. Okay. Dragoon? Um, dragoon. That's How sound- do you spell that? It, Adeno to Dragon. Huh. It sounds okay. pretty imposing. Yeah. And it's like, a, you know, like what is a, it's an old gun, I think, isn't it? Like oh, is a, it? I have no idea. A dragoon's an old hmm. like gun. I don't so, know. People can't see the map that we have up here on the screen of the Skyline Traverse, but it it's not a loop. 
It's almost a loop, sort of. It's a corkscrew. It's a corkscrew, mm-hmm. and you could either hike it clockwise or counterclockwise. So which direction did you go and, and why? I went clockwise. Okay. And the reason being, um, I went in spring. So I started in the month of April, April 4th, and ended April 24th. Oh, that's fast. Yeah, it's, I definitely I did 26 miles per day in 20 days. Um, I'll get into the difficulty of the route later because um, I think that does matter. Yeah, the mileage. it does. And where did, where did you pull up this map? I said Tucker's website, simplicity.net. So if you're listening, you might yeah. want to pause. And I even go have, to simplicity.net. And I think it's helpful to look at the map. Yeah, while we're I have talking. a link to on my blog, freedirtmonger.blogspot. Um, but right. nice plug. Oh. Yeah, was that a plug <laughs> for, for all the non no, readers? I don't get. But, but if people want to look at it while yeah, we're talking about it, it's kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, it's I think definitely helpful. you know, I I do want to say like I think if you're going to be doing like routes that someone else has pioneered or conceptualized, mm-hmm. yeah, throw them out a dig. You know, like hey man, this is for sure. You know, I got this from him. And maybe maybe know? like right out of the gate, we should give the disclaimer about the Skyline Traverse. This is not a beginner's trail. It's not even no. an intermediate hike trail. It's you, a Brett Tucker production. It is. And yeah. you need advanced skills. You need, I mean, you need to be at the top of your game. You, you don't just show up and think you're going to hike the Sky Island Traverse like you would say the yeah. AT or the PCT or any established maintained trail. Like, this is advanced, people. It will be very uncomfortable for you. Yeah. Um, I started that, the direction I went was because the highest mountain ranges, um, like, frankly, are the Pinalenos and the Chiricahua. The Santa Catalinas are up there too. But those are on, what, the east side of it, I guess you would say? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those frequent 10,000 feet. So in the springtime, those may have snow fields up there. And so if I started down south and kind of went corkscrew or counter or clockwise, yeah. I would kind of hit the lower elevations. Um, I may have lingering snow fields in heavy years, but for the most part, it'd be fine. And the desert basins that I would be crossing, um, you have more desert basin crossings uh, between the six o'clock and ten o'clock, okay, on the on the clockwise, yeah, type thing. So, you, which is part of the Arizona Trail, you have the San Pedro Riparian zone. Um, if you hit that in the summertime, you're gonna or it's just hot. So, going earlier in that section was pretty beneficial. Okay, C- could folks even go in March? Are you? Yeah, are, are you, you know, I actually, I did. I think I did recommend that on my website. Okay, I think a mid-March start is fine. I think if you're in shape, an early April start is is good. Okay, yeah, and I guess you know we should. It's called the Sky Island Traverse. We definitely have listeners that don't know what Sky Islands are. Uh, yeah, could so you talk briefly about the, what, what are Sky is, Islands? This is very important to me. I think at least everyone, you know, we North America is made up of like these huge ecosystems, the Great Basin. Um, the yellow, greater Yellowstone area, the Northern Rockies, like these huge, massive ecosystems. We, I don't think we really hear about the, the Sky Island ecosystem. Um, wow. And it's all, they call it the, the official, I don't know what you call it, like scientific. It's not a scientific name, but it's called the Madrian Archipelago, okay. which breaks down to like Sky Islands. You know? um, but that, little, that area, it's not little, it's massive because it spreads from western New Mexico, eastern Arizona, and to into Mexico, and there's like yeah. over 40 mountain ranges. Yeah, I've got 70,000 square yeah. miles. Huge. Is, is and evidently, area. as I was walking through this, you know, you learn a little bit more about the area as you walk through. That area is the most diverse for plant life and wildlife in North America. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. And a lot of it is because of how the land is situated. 
between the mountain ranges is just vast deserts. So, uh, you know, birds can fly all over the place, and it's also like a major bird watcher. Um, what do the Brits call them? Twitchers. That's what they call them. Um, Twitchers? What, yeah. is it, what does that mean? Twitchers mean, I guess that's a bird watcher. I think it's kind of a derogatory term. Anyways, I think, <laughs> yeah. is it really? I think so. It's kind of funny to me. Well, I thought you said tweaker, and that that no, means something. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah okay. it's a twitcher. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, uh, a lot of the tropical birds come flying up from the tropical zones, and and okay. they habitat in that area. So you get a lot of of twitchers out there. And then, did you see twitchers? Oh, a portal near the Chiricahua. Yeah. Uh, Cave Creek, like it is crazy popular with bird watchers huh um so if you do like go in there and you want to have a place to stay you need to call in advance because things will be booked up with bird watchers oh you're kidding me yeah no i'm not kidding yeah and that's famous for what's uh okay the quetzal bird it makes like a barking seal noise it's so crazy the amount of wild the bird Hmm. life in this area is the most diverse i've seen on any trail like cardinal all kinds of cool little birds and stuff Okay, so we got birds. What about? Uh, I've heard tale that there might be a few jaguars that have strayed into. I've heard that too, and I, I think it's legit. Okay, yeah. I, think, I mean, I haven't seen any evidence, but the people I've talked to, yeah, um, it sounds legit. I wonder if they saw you. Maybe, because <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I didn't realize about the Skyline Traverse is that it comes very close to the Mexican border, and you know, there's there's public land down there that you're hiking through. Uh, is that Coronado National Forest? I'm yeah. At, okay, so it's public land. I mean, it's not developed. It makes sense that there could be a large cat walking around down I, there. Yeah, I think it was um, more towards the Santa Ritas. Okay. So that's like directly south of Tucson. I'm even curious, just in the Chiricahua, you know, Mexican Lobo possibly. I did see a Mexican mm. Lobo in 2012 on the CDT. It wouldn't like it? Wouldn't, um, a what is it? A Mexican Wolf. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, so my I wouldn't gosh. be surprised if they come up, you know. Yeah. I mean, and, there's not a wall there. Well, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> and then you've got, like, uh, you got things like the Gila Monster, which yeah. we, we actually saw one on the GET. That was really cool, yeah. kind of unexpected. And you got javelinas running around, and you've got, um, uh, what are the ringtail-looking things? Oh, I Kawadi. Yeah, Kawadi. Which, there's a bunch of those. Kotamundi. Kotamundi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the wildlife and the bird life. God, there's a ton of bear. Did you yeah. see any? Uh, yeah, actually, my cool, the, probably the coolest wildlife experience I've had on any trail was out there. Um, really? So I come in, in the Chiricahua going down. Uh, I can't remember the creek's name right now, but um, I was going down. It's a pretty overgrown trail, and then uh, Kawadi was in the like in a tree right on the trail and was like growling at me and <laughs> and kind of hissing at me and I, it would not leave the trail. Like I've never seen a quality do this. So I just went around it, gave it some space and yeah. and kind of, it was pretty cool looking. And then literally within a uh, half a mile to a mile after that, I get down to the drainage and there's a bear sitting on its hind end with its head and its forearms inside of a dead cow carcass. What it was like Yum. gouging everything it can. What it was old. It stunk. It was oh. just so bad. And it was just getting food. And I didn't think it would hear me because he was inside of a cow carcass, like inside the stomach. And then I kind of like slowed up, and I didn't really say anything because I didn't know how he would respond or he or she. Anyways, he heard me and backed out and like <laughs> fell on its butt a little bit. You know, like real goofy, like like kind of he was in like hyperphagia, like eating yeah. a bunch of food. Uh-huh. And fell back on his butt and then kind of looked around and like looked up at me, kind of startled and then like 
slowly lumbered off and then just like ran up the hillside it was oh my god it was so rad to see i'd never seen a bear like eating something like that but it was really and the cow is you know obviously huge and it made the bear look small and this was a big bear Oh very, very God. big. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's odd. Yeah, I was, you know, I was thinking, uh, you, you don't really think of southern Arizona and bears, but they're down there. I mean, coming yeah. through the Grand Enchantment Trail, we saw a huge adult black bear on an island in the middle of the Aravapa Canyon. And I should point out that part of the, the Grand Enchantment Trail and the Skyline Traverse, they, they yes. coincide. And yeah. it's actually the, the northern part of the Skyline Traverse up in the... Santa Teresa Wilderness and the Pinolanos, the trail's kind of one and the same through there. But. And even the Arizona Trail, it uh, okay. it picks up in the um, the Santa Rita Mountains at Bathtub Spring. Hmm. Um, so it, if you've hiked the Arizona Trail, that's a familiar, it's your first major water source. And then it drops down into the Canelo Hills. You go through the town of Patagonia, through the Santa Ritas, and then you cross. Actually, it leaves the Arizona Trail in the Santa Catalinas at Summer Haven. So... Okay. It's so, a good stretch of, of AZT. Let, wait, let's go back, though. I, I don't know if we... Did we actually say the starting and ending points and the distance? The dist, uh, We did the starting and ending points. The distance is 520 oh, yeah. miles. Okay. okay. 520, so... It's, you know, and that's give or take on bushwhack. Right. You know, finding trail, that yeah. type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, which I assume is a bit challenging in places. Uh, the first 250 are pretty... You know, it's straightforward. The okay. last 250 is probably the one of the toughest 250 you'll ever do. Hmm. And what you about know. along those lines? I know that's kind of remote country down there. What What's the resupply look like? Like, what are the longest yeah. stretches? And what kind of resupply well, are you looking at? You, know, you the, know, the beginning, you know, you could walk into Patagonia and it's no problem. And then... Then you have a long stretch where most people, like on the AZT, would do Colossal Cave or even Summer Haven, and that's fine. After that, it's pretty tough. It's slim pickings. Um, Klondike is <laughs> a, is a like an outpost, but yeah. it's very explicit instructions. Yeah. yeah. Um, the package I got was I shipped to there to an old general store that's a bit like closed yeah. down to the freezer out to back. To the freezer right? out back, yeah. which yeah. the package is you know clearly been weather damaged. Rain's been on it, and then which I was worried about my maps inside of it, but um, hmm. it was okay. There's nothing you can get there. Yeah. You have to like... You have to send yourself your resupply plus like, oh, maybe I want to eat a whole bag of Doritos. Yes. While I'm and there. if you have trash, you have to walk a, mi- uh, a mile yeah. west to dump your trash to a campground and running water, then go back. So yeah. like, you know, if you show up there with no water, and this is kind of interesting. So I showed up there in spring and the Aravipa Creek was dry. You're kidding. But when I w- hiked the GET in July, it was like, you know, Gosh, thigh yeah. deep. You know what I mean? So depending on the year, you huh. need to really watch it. Because that, that area is like, you know, they get most of their rain from the monsoons. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So if you go there, springtime, yeah, the desert's great. It's cool. It's green. Um, mild temperatures. You know, there's not a lot of water still. If you go in the monsoon season, you have too much water. Yeah. So so what was the longest distance between resupplies? Do you remember? Well, it was between Klondike and Bowie. I think that was 100 and 
25. Whoa. Wait, let me look. I have it right here. That's yeah. that's a bit of distance. Especially, for that country, yeah. it's a lot of distance. While, while you're um, looking, I'll pad for a minute. That that Klondike, the little general store yeah. that's closed, he was talking about. So when Skittles and I got there, because it is also a GET resupply point, um, we knew about having to pack out the trash, and we just got lucky. There was a guy there in a truck who was who was there and leaving, and we just politely asked him, hey, man, would you mind taking some cardboard? And he was like, sure. And so we didn't have to, you know, pack it out or or walk that mile. See, I didn't even know that there was an option. There was a trash can anywhere. It's at a old. It's at a campground, BLM campground. Okay, and it has running water, um, so you could also grab, you know, mountain money there. TP. Oh, is that the campground with all the dead trees? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Skittles and I got water there, and yeah. uh, that, it was a little bleak. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. Um, the, so it's not just the resupply between Klondike and Bowie. I think it's like better to include Summerhaven to Bowie. Like Klondike's in between, but I feel like it's such like it's not yeah, a guarantee. Yeah. So like that alone is 200 miles. Okay. 210 oh. miles, but from Klondike to Bowie, it's 120 around there, like 115. Okay. But that's equivalent to like 150 on the PCT. Right. Um wow. And Bowie when you get there, well, it's either a 9-mile walk into Bowie. Or Bowie. it's a hard hitch. And the, the, the good fact about Bowie, that's where John Rambo's from. <laughs> Is that right? Rambo. Yeah, Bowie, Arizona. No way. Yeah. Oh, now we're so you got to do a nine-mile walk in and nine-mile walk back? I walked yeah. four miles before I hopped into a back of a truck. and But it was the guys were really questioning me. Like, are you like just walking? Th- like, are you a transient walking through? Like, do you know anybody in town? Like, Oh, they didn't want to take you to town. They kind of just wanted to know what the heck I was doing. Yeah. Like they didn't, but not like out of curiosity for like, you hmm. know, the cool stuff. Oh, what are you cool doing? Hike. Oh, you're hiking yeah. this? It was just like, if, you're not, if you don't know anybody in this town, then don't go in type thing. It wow. was kind of like that. But once I got into town, I actually scouted the town first because of that little warning they were giving yeah. me to hmm. see if I could camp anywhere because there's no hotels. It's just like a mini mart. And I really didn't want to camp in town, so I camped in the desert. And then walked back to that mini mart in the morning, and the owner was really cool. His wife made like homemade burritos, like you know, had the lard in it. It was it was awesome. Oh, yeah, POD, it was so good. Your favorite? Yeah. Oh, it was the best. Um, and then <laughs> so then I so then I walked back out because I couldn't find a ride back out, and so that made it. Um, so that's a tough thing then, because if it's uh, nine miles in, I mean, you're on a road, so in theory, it's a dirt road that's not used. If you have Interstate right. 10 there, but there's. Like it's really hard because it's like that's where the Highway 191, I think it is, or something like that, that goes up to, into Stafford. Like okay. you could resupply into Stafford at a highway, but it, it's a lonely highway. Yeah. But it's like you only go 70 miles. But if you go a little further, you can get to Highway 10 and try to hitch in. But like literally, you're standing off the interstate. Yeah, that's that's questionable. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm just thinking that you know if it's a a town where you know maybe outsiders aren't welcome, which I think is the case in in many parts of the Southwest because of the you know, the hard times that people have been through. So, you know, to keep that in mind, if you're going to have to walk nine miles in and then do your resupply and walk nine miles out, like you don't want to be starting your walk in town at like 5 p.m. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If there's nowhere to stay, you're right. you know. And I, it, what makes that, I, th- I feel like I'm harping on this, but what makes that from Summerhaven to the end, it's 250 miles r- roughly. Yeah. What makes that so hard, not on top of the topographic terrain and everything else like that, is the resupply because 
You go into Klondike. There's nothing else to like sufficiently right. pad your mm-hmm. your food. Then you get to Bowie. You have this really hard hitch or a long walk with really nothing in town. You could still mail yourself, but there's nothing else to like. You know, I got lucky on those burritos. They're really small, but you're gonna eat crappy food. And then you have another 120 miles to get to um, Portal. So <laughs> there's really nothing in between that 250 miles to really substantially like get your body ready for what's next. You don't have any rest. Yeah. Like, you have to go all the way through hmm. unless you're just going to sit in the desert and wait for the store to open and sit there all day and try to eat like crappy processed sandwiches. Which right. most of us probably would. Which is fine, yeah. But, you know, and, and it's kind of, you need to keep going though. No, no, yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. It's just, you can't always carry it unless you're bearing food in the desert somewhere. Yeah. You, I mean, now, I guess you could do that. When you get to Portal, why? is there a sufficient spot to stop and just like crush the food? Once yeah, you yeah. But mind you, Portal could be real crowded with the Twitchers. So, oh in, no, in Portal, um, damn Twitchers. It's a really, it's kind of a really pretty town. It's it's yeah. It's it's situated with like the Chiricahua, the stunning mountains, hmm. and you know the way the caves look and, and the big Ponderosa, and there's like sycamore everywhere, and huh. it's. So bizarre how lush that area is. Yeah. And then literally if you went, to, you know, 15 miles outside of that town, you're like in a, in a desert, um, barren desert. But um, there's a lodge there with a restaurant. The restaurant was really good. They had mm. really good food. Um, and then they also have like a, the lodge you could stay at too. But I think you, sh- you need to call in advance just because, yeah. it's, if you, especially if you're going in springtime. Just out of curious, have, have you talked with Brett much about how it is he came to put this route together. I read online briefly, it said in 2010, he sort of kind of came up with the concept. And I wonder if it's just kind of uh, something that, that sort of spawned off of the GET. Because the GET was there first, and then it seems like you know he wanted to be able to link up these Sky Islands, and there wasn't... Yeah, I, I think first and foremost, it's, a, it's the love for the area and like sure. being outside. I don't know, maybe for hiking... I think having a theme mm-hmm. is very important. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's a lot of hikers who just hike just to hike, I, which I don't really always get. But like, if you love being outside, there's some type of connection you have with the environment or a theme. And this one has a theme. And I think when he was putting together, you know, that route specifically, and I'm not like quoting him on anything. Sure. Like this, it's a larger scale out there, and when okay. you start to see this other mountain ranges around. I mean, it's, it's very, very big, that area. Okay. You know? And along those lines, what, what is the... You talked about the, the mountains on kind of the eastern part of the clock being up in the higher elevations. Yeah. So what, what, is the, what is the terrain like in that sense? Like, I mean, are you going through valleys to connect the Sky Islands? Or, yeah. So what's I, the highest and lowest? Or what's, you know... Sure. Uh, I mean, there's a, it's diverse. To begin with, like... The dragoons, I guess I'd just go through them a little bit. Sure. Okay. The dragoons, it makes sense this way. Um, the dragoons are like the smallest mountain range, and you're in and out of them in 10 miles. But there's these like really cool uh, boulder. That's where Cochise was hiding out. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so it's like you start at Cochise uh, Stronghold, um, hmm. which is cool. I mean, you know, Vagabond Loop and Defiance and all this other crap, like that was a really cool place for me to start. Yeah. But it, you're in and out of that mountain range pretty quick. And then what's unique is you hit the San Pedro River. And this is like the Sonoran Desert. Um, it's sweltering yeah. heat in the summertime. 
But this running river, it's a running river, a lot of water, tons of cottonwoods, tons of birds, and you follow it for like 50 miles, maybe even more. So you're following a river corridor for a while before climbing, like you're at 4,000 feet maybe, all the way up to 9,400 feet in, or 9,000 feet in the Santa Ritas. So you're going up dramatic mm-hmm. hillsides. Right. Then you drop all the way down to 5,000 feet in that area to the Canelo Hills to go all the way back up to 9,000 feet in the Santa Ritas. And then you have a long desert stretch. And that desert stretches 50 miles up into the Rincons, which hit like 8,500 feet. So you're going from like 3,000 feet back up to 8,500 feet. And on his website too, when you look at that map, look at the profile. Yeah, I'm looking at the profile down low. And it, oh, lo- yeah. it, it looks like someone who's not doing well in a lie detector test. It, right. It's way up it's, and down. It's all yeah. over the place. And then between the, the, the Rincons and the Santa Catalinas, there's like a big basin down there that you have to go through and then go back all the way up to 10,000 feet. And then between that and the Galliero, you drop back down again. There's another basin. So you're kind of going mountain range, basin, mountain mm-hmm. range, basin. But those basins are really deserts. Um, yeah. The biggest one, yeah, when you get to the Santa Teresa's, God, yeah. you just get beat up. Like when you hit the Galliero, like I was doing one mile an hour on some of these areas. Like it's oh, so wow. overgrown and it's sharp overgrown. Yeah. Like my legs were thrashed and then it's tough walking. Then you hit like, you know, maybe an, uh, an old road stretch and you can kind of cover some miles. Then you hit the Santa Teresa's and you're just going slow again. Right. And it's really rugged. And then you go all the way up to 10,000 feet again in the Pinalenos. That range kind of takes you up and down a little bit. Once you're on the crest, you go down to like 6,000 feet, back up to eight. And you kind of do it like three times. And then there's like this big desert stretch between that and the Dos Cabezas. Okay. And the Dos Cabezas is like a really – it's a very wild stretch that hardly anyone goes there. It's really hard to get into. But that was probably – I mean, the Galleros were really tough. Santa Teresa's are tough. But the Dos Cabezas – are a lot shorter, but were really hard. Okay. Really hard. And that's the section, like, I saw cows doing things that I never saw cows do before anywhere. Like, going down ravines and, like, huge boulders. They were, like, jumping up and down these boulders. Hmm. I've never seen cows do that. Huh. Was it a desperation thing? They were just running away from me, but it looked like they had been doing uh, it, like, their whole lives. Like mountain goats. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, these cows are big, and, and they're still, you know, bony, but... Yeah. But then... Between the Dos Cabezas and the Chiricahua, you do drop down, but it's not as bad. Like you're not in the in the the further basin of the desert. You're kind of up on the, like the the slopes of the foothills, mm-hmm. and you walk up these drainages. And then once you hit the top of the Chiricahua, like the northern half is very rugged. The only people that use that is illegal aliens. Like mm-hmm. I was finding a bunch of like you know Mexican uh, tuna packets and. And, and stuff like that with oh, no like a, a serape and the trails like hardly even noticeable hmm. um and I, I i think that section's changed more since tucker hiked it so it, the maps he had you know the red hmm. line the red line it was so different because that that section's probably changed more uh with wildfire okay the wildfire is like just you know some of the sections were just obliterated yeah yeah For sure. and and but you start kind of low in 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 the Chiricahua, and you go by Cochise's head, which is just an incredible piece of rock at like 8,000 feet or something. Hey, let's talk about weather real quick. Yeah. With the Skyline, so, so you're hitting elevations up at 10,000, but you're also hitting lower low elevations above 4,000. So you've got this mix of high elevation with desert, 
So I imagine that you had some really cold nights, but you also had some really hot days. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think this trail is more for the manic, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it fits my personality. If you have an extreme <laughs> personality, you'll love this trail. It's going to balance you out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my, or my first day, I think I did 26 miles. I got, it was really warm. I got to the San Pedro River. I woke up the next morning, my water was frozen. Wow. And that same day yeah. was the hottest day I had on trail. Okay. Yeah. It, how hot are we talking, like ballpark? It, it was probably 75 degrees. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't too bad. Cool. And, but, but you had nights below freezing. Oh, yeah. And I, you will get probably nights below freezing in the Pinolinos. Did you hike on any remnant snow, or was it all gone? There was a little bit there. It was more or less just muddy. It okay. was kind of gone. Yeah. Yeah. It was a low year. What, let's talk about trail tread real quickly. So I imagine there's a buffet of surfaces out there, if you will. Was there actual trail tread in places? It wasn't all across country, right? No, no, no. And um, there's a lot of tread. Do you think it makes up half the total distance, or no? Well, the tread. I mean, like when you're in these like lonely mountain ranges. So the dragoons, the uh, the Galliero, even the Santa Teresa. Now, now the, the Santa Teresa is walked by the GTers. Yeah, and it's overgrown. Yeah, but the Galliero is like you just like you see the tread, you know, which looks like a water channel, and right. it's just overgrown. So like that's what you're walking up. Hmm. But then you get to like the Chiricahua, and it's kind of it's been sloughed. The slough that this. The dirt's been sloughing on the hill, so it's it's kind of grassy. Like it looks, it looks like a deer's, like it's a deer tra- game trail, right? For the most part. But then on the AZT, it's pretty sweet. Okay. You know? And are there any like sections where you're like on old Jeep roads or Forest Service roads? Yeah, or there's dirt roads a little or? bit. Uh, well, not a lot. Not a lot. Not okay. a lot. Not a lot. Now that I think about it, I mean, the the weird thing about this trail is you could tell the transition where it kind of changes. Like in the Santa Catalina. You follow the AZT up to Summerhaven, which is, I mean, it's steep, but it's a really nice trail. And then you walk the divide up there, and then you hit this brush, I think it's Brush Creek, Brush Corral or something like that. That was just a freaking hard-ass trail to walk down. Okay. Like, really, really hard. Um, there's, like, just weird rocks. You can't even really follow a trail. And there's, not, there's, like, cairns, but they're overgrown with grass. And then there's a bunch of, like, you know, prickly plants. And, and, and then you hit, like, a road. And that road takes you across to the Galleros, and then you go up like Redfield Canyon, and that's all cross country. Like, oh, okay. That, so I mean, there's quite yeah. a bit of that. Yeah, there's like to get up into the mountains, there's some cross country. And did you take any alternate routes? Like, I mean, I know that, that Brett Tucker has proposed a route, but some of it's um, cross country. So well, did you do any modifications to that or, or take any alternate routes to see anything different? Or No, I stuck, you... I stuck pretty true to what, or stuck pretty true to what, uh, what he, what had he has, yeah. I think what's different from his original route is the new recommended route on the Grand Enchantment Trail through the Black Rock section in the Santa Teresa. That's changed a little bit. It's changed okay. a little bit, and it's it's way more scenic. It's harder to do, but it's way more scenic. It's really really cool section. Um, but everything else, I kind of stuck to the route. I didn't. The only time I kind of made a wrong turn was in the Dos Cabezas, and I ended up in like. I mean, it, this is the Dosca Basis is all cross country, right? I mean, and it's like really rugged, rugged country. What What's the uh, water situation up when you're actually up on the islands in those parts? I mean, I know obviously between it's yeah. desert and sometimes it's not going to be water, but 
Yeah, for the, you know, down south, like on the AZT portion, you have like the cow tanks. There's more like yeah. cattle stuff. But when you're on the east side in between those desert stretches, there's really nothing yeah. in there. But the mountain ranges, you're not going to find anything up high, but on the creeks going up, you usually can find something. Okay. There was, you know, I mean, Brett Tucker's The Water Whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> so so just like the GET, the, the water carries weren't extremely long. No, I carried three liters twice. That was that's also... Sure. You know, I'm a, like a camel. Yeah. So, and, I, you know, I was doing decent mileage. Wow. You know, okay. I mean, there was a big stretch between Holdout Canyon, you go over Black Rock, and there's that spring as you go up, uh, climbing back up towards the top. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you go down, and there's like Cottonwood Canyon or something like that, and there's water there. Right. But then you have a really long stretch up until you have to climb up into the Pinalenos. Right. And if you don't take the specific way, like you won't have water until like you get snow melt up on top of Mount Webb. So that's a really long stretch, probably the longest, um, I think. Because like, yeah. it's so hard, the, the land's so rugged. Do you remember mm-hmm. that there's a, there's a solar-powered, uh, there's like a solar water tank before you go into the Pinalenos? Skittles and I hit it yeah. after sunset. <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> we were we were out of luck. Yeah, and it's just one of those things. What we've noticed is that a lot of the windmill based water tanks have been converted to solar panel based water yeah. tanks. And if you're not there during daylight hours, too yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I and mean, you know, I think also, yeah, the seasons too. I mean, you know, it's weird that they. I think the wettest month in that area is in July. You know, right? Um, sometimes maybe the, the windmills turned off because the cattle aren't grazing there. Yeah, yeah, that, that could happen sure. too as well. But that's not something you, I guess, you could research in advance. But usually the water sources that Tucker has are legit. What were you using to navigate while you were out there? Did you have paper maps? Just Did paper you, maps. Just paper maps and compass, and no that's compass. it. No compass. I don't use a compass. Ah, really? Yeah. Use the sun. I use the sun and and whatever's inside my head. Okay, <laughs> and that was good enough. Yeah, it's um, for the most part the land. I mean, well, for the most part the land's pretty easy to like kind of navigate through. But when you're inside the drainages, it's really hard, yeah. and you got to be on the lookout. You got to make sure you're counting your canyons and and going up the right ones, and and yeah. you got to really be proficient at reading a map. And we should tell folks like when Dirtmonger says. <laughs> It's pretty easy to to figure out. <laughs> this guy's done a lot of cross country hiking. That's probably from the higher view, looking. right? <laughs> All over the Southwest. So, you know, he he's got a certain level of comfort when it comes to reading landscapes, looking at paper maps, matching things up. A lot of people don't have that unless you have the, you know, tremendous amount of experience doing that kind of stuff on a regular basis. So. Again, advanced level yeah, trail. Totally. This is this isn't a hike on the West Highland Way. All right, I don't know anything. Yeah. Anything else you want to get out there about the skit before we the end of it? The Chiricahuas. Yeah, like I feel like that's a very powerful mountain range. So that's on the east side, like at the four o'clock on the clock. Um, but from the top there, like, uh, is it Chiricahua Peak? I think it's Chiricahua Peak. You could see. The whole route that you just walked. Oh, that's so cool. Oh, no kidding. So you could basically see 500 miles, essentially. Wow. You could see every mountain range that you kind of walk through. POD, any, uh, anything else we should um, ask? No, I mean, I guess it sounds like the place to get information is maybe your website and uh, Brett Tucker's website, right? Brett yeah. Tucker's website is very thorough. Simplicity.net. Yeah. We'll put a link up on our various pages. And also his maps that he has are from 2011 and a lot has changed. Okay. 
And I, you know, I don't, I'm not probably as computer savvy as most people. So I didn't, like, I notated them in my little notes and like, it's in my head where I know the map has changed okay, or the route has changed. But like, there's still very much significant landscape changes from 2011 to the hike this year. So if you have the maps and you're confused, like, why is it not going this way? Because, well, fire and runoff have obliterated something. Sure. I take it you did you blog a little bit about your walk through here? Uh, is it on free free dirt? Oh, you want me to plug again? Well, yeah, yeah. Where where can people read about your hike? <laughs> Freedirtmonger.blogspot.com. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, Pod. Is that it? I I think that's all the questions that I have. I all right, DM. Well, thanks again for taking some time today to school us and all our listeners on the Skyland Traverse. And by the way, I will not be listening to this airing of the trail show <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're just like squatch yeah exactly we've interviewed him a couple times he's never listened to a single show yeah i can't i don't like my voice <laughs> <laughs> all right dirt monger we'll have a good rest of your cdt hike yeah see you guys and uh we'll catch you on the flip side yeah go get another beer man i think i drank all the last of the ipa well there's a brown ale i'll take it i guess yeah it's all yours yeah all right that was mr dirt monger Man, that trail sounds crazy. It just sounds so prickly, man. Yes. It sounds like I, it's primal. I kind of like all the wildlife. Yeah. I mean, just the names of them. I was like, I, I heard some of the names, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. What the hell is that? Yeah. It looks yeah. Coda, Cotamundi. But a, yeah. a 5,000-foot vertical gain with no trail up a canyon that's just like <laughs> yuccas and chihoya and prickly, uh. prickly pear, dude. Yeah. Well, he's oh, he's I think that sounds pretty right. In shorts, a, in shorts, yeah. like uh, come on, dude. First of all, he, why was he wearing shorts? Hey, he that's come how on. he rolls. Hey, if you've got nice legs, okay, you yeah. just got to show them off. Come on. He's an intense guy. You know, when I took him back up to the pass after he stayed with us, he had coffee at the house and then I took them met up with some other guy that needed a ride and he got a like 20 ounce coffee from the coffee shop, like an Americano. Or whatever, triple, he said that. He got a triple, and he was trying to drink it all before we got to the pass. And two other people in the car had gotten giant coffees. And we got to the pass, and both of those people had, like, probably six to eight ounces left in their coffee. And he's like, oh, you, you can't you can't dump it out. Let's finish it. And he was just, like, <laughs> pounding coffee. I was like, dude, you're going to be so sick in, like, 20 minutes. But anyway. And then he did a 40. Yeah, and then he did a 40. And what people don't know is that so after Dirtmonger did the Sky Island Traverse, he immediately went over and he through-hiked the Pacific Crest Trail northbound to 2,600 miles plus. Yeah. And then he immediately went over to the CDT and through-hiked the CDT southbound 2,800 plus miles. And then he was going to keep going. Yeah. He had this other Brett Tucker route, which we're not going to mention at the moment because no one's ever hiked it, I think, except for Brett. But... He ended up getting a kidney stone in New Mexico, and it kind of like derailed the rest of his hiking season. So he, the man is—he's a manimal. He's, he's, he's a manimal. Kind, of, kind of a beast. Yeah. Now that we've talked about a guy who did like five thousand miles this year, anybody do any trips this past month? Um, I went out to my mailbox a few times. <laughs> it's only been two weeks since our and, last show. Yeah, it's been a. It's it's been a bit of a thin month. Although, oh, I, I took a trip to the uh, Children's Museum in Denver. No. Oh. oh, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Do tell. The Children's Museum in Denver has um, 
lots of fun things for children. They have um, so no children on display so much. No, it's it's for children to participate. It's not like a, it's not like a historical presentation of children over the years, which one who does not have children might think when oh one mentions God, that there is a children's That's a great museum. idea. But no, it's not. It's not that special. Thank you. That's very I'm funny. But no, it's a, it's a museum for children here. to have fun at. So they had two exhibits that I would like to mention on the trail show here tonight. Okay, you get one minute one for each. I don't even need that much time. They had one which was this gigantic three to five story climbing thing. So it was like you got to be over 40 inches high and they put a helmet on the kid and then they set him loose and they climb up this thing. And it's like it it actually goes up like three to four stories, maybe five stories, depending on how high the museum is. Mm. And it's all it's it's this pretty intricate thing. I, I didn't quite I didn't go in there myself, so I didn't see how it worked. And my son quickly left the thing after we tried to get him in there to climb. He, he wasn't interested in climbing this thing. But I think for children that are so inclined and a little bit brave, this is a cool thing. It's just, you could just climb so up like this whole thing. So like inclined to like an incline of 90 degrees, you mean? Yeah, it's like climbing ladders and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. The other thing that I thought was pretty cool was they had this like water area. And the coolest thing about this, so there's all these little like water flowing through these little tables that were the height of children so they could just kind of stand in there and splash around and stuff. But the coolest thing about the water area was they had raincoats for the children to wear. What? Yes. So they had all these Columbia brand raincoats for all the children to schlep on and like splash around in the water. So that was pretty cool because I had like my one-year-old son wearing a raincoat, which was like down to his ankles splashing (laughs) around in the water. So that was fun. That was my There there are a few things more adorable than children wearing like way too big of a coat. Yeah. That's that's exactly it. And splashing around in the water. Did Leo and Mateo get in on this action? Yes. Both children really enjoyed the water. Okay. We enjoyed, we, we actually went there and we just ponied up for family membership for a year because oftentimes these family memberships <sighs> will pay for themselves in like two or three visits. Sure. Uh, especially if you go there like three times over the winter when well, it's like. I'd like yeah. to know more about the price breakdown. Oh, the price breakdown? Can I learn a little bit so more I think about the family prices. membership was $140. Yes, I'm curious. $140. And, and we went there with, with uh, three relatives. And if we had not gone, if we had gone there with the three relatives, it would have been about ninety dollars for all oh. of us. So hmm. because we ponied up the one forty, um, we got a break on some of the older relatives, and some a couple of them were free type of things. So basically, you know, it would have been ninety. We paid one forty. We just have to go there like two more times, and I'm pretty sure we will. Can you let us know when you do that so we? Can yeah, I'll come along. back on the trail show and we could talk about it. In fact. When you guys are here for your next trail show, I'll fly back from Washington, and we can all go together. That's what I was thinking. I've got so many guest passes. Why don't you guys come with us on a Saturday? We'll go we, at like... We can make we can, a day of it. We can, yeah. we can go to the Butterfly yeah. Pavilion, too. Oh, I was yes, about to mention... dude! Oh, you guys are in! This is amazing. We can go to the Children's Museum, then we can go to the Butterfly Pavilion, and dude, then we can go to yeah. the Brew Pub. My kids will love this. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, have you been to the Butterfly Pavilion? I have, pavilion? yeah. The Butterfly Pavilion it's is actually really cool. Really cool. It's really yeah. cool. For anyone traveling to Colorado, especially in the winter... 
If you want a little... No, no. I would just say only in the winter. Only in the winter. Yeah, yeah no, you don't, don't want to be there. Terrible. Don't, don't so go there in the there's summer. One in, there's silly. one in Michigan, too, kind of near Perrin in yeah. Grand Rapids. It's really nice. It's well, a really cool thing to do in the colder months. Yeah. It's I, in, I it's think in, it's cool in the, in the summer, too. I mean, because they, uh, they have different um, butterflies that are, like, hatching out and stuff and or morphing out or whatever. But they have so. some really nice outdoor... Uh, grounds at the that's butterfly true. Yeah, but yeah. when you when you let the butterflies loose, they just fly away. So yeah, yeah, but but in the winter, <laughs> what, what we should tell people, it's in Westminster, Colorado, which is right near Denver, and it's like this eighty plus degree room that you walk into. It looks like a tropical rainforest, and you're on these pathways, and there are butterflies everywhere, like hundreds, yeah, hundreds of butterflies, tons of crazy cool ones, so lots of cool. neat colors and patterns. I would highly recommend going to the Butterfly Pavilion on LSD. <laughs> I think it's probably... Don't and, tell them you're on LSD. Yeah, don't though. tell anybody. Just, just hang out there for like six hours with no kids. And nobody would really think I I feel like they're probably used it. to that, though, right? They've yeah. got to have a fair number of people to just come in there stoned out uh, of their mind. Well, yeah. it's Colorado. Hey, yeah. And these butterflies are so it, It's a good out. place to go with no children if you want to do drugs and trip out. I, yeah, I would Disneyland, too, <laughs> if you want to go somewhere with no children Definitely encourage those who want to come to the mountain... The Rocky Mountains and do that sort of thing to go. The, to the Rocky Mountains in Westminster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, the Rocky yeah. Mountains are just twenty so miles rocky over there. You could see them. You could see them from the parking lot. Um, yeah, they're right there. I went on a trip. <gasps> Tell us Did about you? your trip. I went skiing at Monarch Pass. <gasps> I have not skied in nine years. Wow. And is the that why you got these crutches? Day was a little. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, she looked a little Monarch, uncomfortable. Monarch Mountain or Monarch Pass? Like backcountry or No, ski no, resort? Monarch, yeah, Monarch ski Mountain. Ski Resort. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the first day, uh, we just did one run. It was really terrible weather, but we finished and I was thinking to myself, huh, maybe, maybe I'm not cut out for this, you know? Oh, come on. I was never a master skier or anything, but I did learn to ski in Crested Butte, so... But we went back the second day and the third day and, uh, you know, a lot of it came back. It was actually quite fun once i felt like i was able to control a little bit and actually be able to turn without turning my whole torso so i should add and i was with pod on all three of those ski days except i was riding down the mountain on my snowboard and i was emailing with one paul mags Magnanti, oh, yes. and mags was actually in south dakota last weekend on a hiking trip and i said mags this may be a first i'm gonna have to shut down my own show because I think for the first time ever, I actually have started winter recreational activities before you have started winter recreational activities. Ooh! I mean, this yeah. was always a thing. Max would start skiing in October, yeah, and you know, I, I'd be I'd be like trail running in January, and I would just kind of fight the winter. But now that we sort of live, you know, twenty five minutes from a That's ski resort. Of- if that. Yeah, we're there. And so, yeah, I've, I've embraced it. It's it's kind of cool. There was a little a little bit. Of, it's a little thin, right? Because they don't blow any yeah, snow there. Yeah, it's early season still. So it's kind of like come shred the gnar that shreds back a little bit. So oh, yeah. that's neat. They <laughs> don't that's blow what, any that's snow. That's why you, uh, no, they that's why you gotta any, keep old well, skis around, you know? They don't yeah. have any water to blow any snow right there, do they? They don't have a well, pond. And it's a, I don't think well, it's that kind of operation yeah. either. The other thing, a lot of money. the base area is at almost 11,000 feet. So it should snow. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, yeah. and the top, the, the lift that goes the highest on the mountain I might be wrong about this, but it drops you off at 12,000 feet. So there's a lot of natural snow. You know, yeah. actually, and I would I would submit that if there's any ski resort in Colorado that's situated very well for whatever global type warming. of global climate change that's a, that's impacting us as we speak, Monarch Mountain is going to be there longer than most of the other resorts in Colorado. 
And it's crazy. Just because of elevation. Because it can be completely sunny D- down in town, and you I, look up there, and it's it's crazy. It's, I, I can't believe you're using the show to perpetuate this climate change hoax. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I noticed that Dilo was getting a little like squirmy in his it's, chair over there. It's just a global conspiracy made up of thousands of members of the, you scientific, know, the scientific community. community. Di- Diversified. They all they community. all get together in like all like somehow, and we don't know how, obviously, because they're really good. And then they decide to fool us. Yeah. Come on, dude. Get with it. I know. I know. Well, well I'm sure we'll be hearing more from D'Lo on, in the future about Yeah, because I'm, as soon as I start going to work for Mr. Donald G. Trump, I'm going to really become very pro-coal. <laughs> Are you going to get a mine. get a Prius what? outfitted with that rolling coal? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. I want a Prius that belches coal. the black yeah. smoke. How weird would that be if you had a Prius that belched black smoke? I mean, seriously, that's just weird, man. Has that ever been done? I feel like it would be some sort of a warranty issue for sure. I feel like it has to have been done. I mean, I'm sure something like Redneck has converted their Prius to belch the black smoke, right? When, When I was in forestry school back in South Carolina... They made us watch a video about a guy who converted his truck to a wood-burning truck. <laughs> and, and he had a guy, there was a guy in the bed of the truck who fed, who fed f- logs, okay, to this converter. The and, listeners can't see this, but my face right now is, is one of uttering I'll tell you what, disability. I will find this video and post a link on the show. This, I'm telling you, I'm not making this up. This guy ran his truck off of... Firewood. Oh <laughs> I, I think my favorite thing like like that is all the people who convert their vehicles to run on Brown's gas, where where you take electric Brown's gas, you take electricity and is that you a use fart? it to separate water into hydrogen and oxygen. Is a Brown's gas a fart? Just say it if it's a fart. If it's, it's just totally a fart, fart. Just say it, man. I don't is it methane? Just Are we talking it, about man. methane? No, it's What's just Brown's it's gas. Just, is it a fart? Just say just, a fart. Uh, if it's, a fart, it's just water man. that's been turned into hydrogen and oxygen, but still oh mixed God. in the same chamber. Is it a fart? <laughs> it's a fart. <laughs> All right, you heard it here first. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we're bringing back a Big segment. Fart. That you haven't heard in a long time. So stay tuned. (laughs) I think that might have been a shark. Hi, this is Tomato, and I never listen to the Trail Show. All right, Junaid, what were you uh, talking about earlier? Oh, I believe it's uh, you know the laws of thermodynamics. You got the uh, an object at rest tends to stay at rest and less acted upon by an outside force. Uh, and then you've got like the whole in a closed system, the entropy will always increase. And then there's the first one. Maybe I should have started with the first one. The energy can neither be created oh, yeah, nor destroyed. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. Yeah. Sweet. Heavy. Should we call Squatch? Yeah, I think so. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Scott Squatch Harriet's Tales from the Trail. If we can get him on the horn. Let's see what happens. We might even play a prank on him. Prank him. Oh. Hello. Hey, Squatch. It is D-Lo, Special 41, and P.O.D. from the Trail Show. How are you, sir? Um... Technologically inept, apparently. <laughs> yeah, what happened, man? 
I don't know. That was very weird uh, for all the folks at home who were even remotely interested in this. We were just talking on the phone. Both of us were on Skype, but yet we couldn't connect. I went out of Skype, came back in, and now we're. I think you needed to. You know what it is? It's a government conspiracy. No, I think you had too many. NSA, man. NSA. I think you had too many grinder apps open on all your different devices. Oh, oh wow. No, nah, yeah, man. Dude, Edward come on. Snowden, you man. Blame it on Ed. Blame it on Snowden, man. No, dude. Grind open and it's worked before. Stop. <laughs> just blame it on Snowden, man. Blame it all on Snowden. That's all. Snowden. Yep. cheesy, that guy. Yeah, I don't disagree with what he did. I just find him cheesy. <laughs> he is a little bit, man. He's hanging out in Russia. Uh, Come on, buddy. Yeah, what the heck, Squatch? We, we it's been a while since we've called you. Yeah, what's yes. new? We need to we need to just catch up. We we know you were on the Bigfoot Trail this summer. We need to find yeah. out, you know, how that went, how the video editing's going, what you're up yeah. to, how is Charlie? I mean, we need Charlie, the whole the whole scoop. Char- Charlie's good. Uh, Bigfoot Trail rocked, I believe, at this point in time. Mark this on your. I think I am the oldest person to have completed the Bigfoot. <laughs> oh my God, that's it. <laughs> so, so you have the OKT. Oh, yeah, that's an OKT. Yeah. The I, oldest known time. Yeah, I think it's. Um, wow. uh, are you guys all in a vat by any chance? Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> we're in a state-of-the-art yeah. uh, recording yeah. studio, uh, CMC Boulder. We got to take I, some pictures of our recording studio. Actually, it's, it's more like a dungeon than a re, than a recording studio. Squatch, you know, honest. you know, we prefer the 1973 Radio Shack equipment for our podcast. Exactly, it's always a good value at a better price. <laughs> exactly. No, we can hear you fine and clear, even though we might okay. sound like hell to you. So Wait a minute, Squatch, Squatch. Is there a Radio Shack jingle that you could sing for us tonight? I could try to make one up. Radio no, Shack, it's the place to go. I don't know any more words. Um, yeah. Could you sing us just two lines from your favorite Disney movie soundtrack? Please. Uh, he used to work for Disney. Disney. And I know you live in yeah, California, so I'm sure you watch yeah, a lot of Aladdin. Disney movies. Please be allowed. Old Yeller yeah. was a dog, and he bit a man in his testicles. <laughs> wow. They shot him in the heart. The end. Bang. <laughs> wow, that was fantastic. Thank you very that much. That was lovely. Okay, Disco, on to your questions. Talk to us about the Bigfoot Trail and this latest documentary that you're producing on said uh, trail. Well, you know what? I really did enjoy it. I enjoyed when you came out. That was a lot of fun, man. That, when that was. We, we snuck Charlie <laughs> into a unpet-friendly hotel. For our listeners, That's who true. is Charlie? And, uh, i I, I got to tell you, Squatch, I wish I'd been, about, been able to come out there and join you for a little bit. You, I, w- I think I threw an invite your way, didn't I? You, I th- you I, did. You I were, just wasn't able to make it happen. You were doing the, the, the top 30 peaks in New Jersey, I think. <laughs> this, <laughs> I, I was actually going for summer. all of the lowest points in uh, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> the lowest points. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's, wait a minute. Guys, a great, guys, yeah. everybody stop. Stop. Okay, my question is, um, who is Charlie? Uh, Charlie he's a midget friend of mine. Okay. Yeah, he's a, he's a dwarf, and uh, I dress him up in chimp costumes to try to lure the Sasquatch in. I put a oh. picture of Charlie up on the Trail Show Facebook oh, feed. Oh, good. Oh, man. Charlie, yeah, Charlie, go Charlie ahead. is dog leg challenged. People have asked me what, what is Charlie as far as his breeds. He's definitely a part Staffordshire, Staffordshire, easy for me to say, part Pitbull, and uh, the, he could be part Bassett. And or dachshund, he but he's all lovable. Yeah, he's so he looks sort of like a dachshund, but he's got the head of a pit bull. 
So, and yeah, I'm not exaggerating. Like, yeah, he's no, got like the tiny of, little short legs and yeah. then, like the block yeah, head. Yeah, he's kind of a uh, scrappy do is another term I like to call him. Uh, he's got that big head, yeah. short legged, uh, but hung like a Shetland pony. So, <laughs> well, that makes one of you. <laughs> Whoa, wow. POD, please. This is a family friendly show. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> not really. Um, this is what happens okay. when you go to Burning Man so what together. Are you, what are you guys, two kegs in already? <laughs> oh, man, let me, let me tell you, we had a, uh, this brewery in Michigan, Perrin Brewing Company. They're just north of Grands Rapids. They sent us three Brand. boxes of beer tonight, and we're, we're, yeah, we're about two and a half boxes in at this point. That's we're, great. That's we're why, doing that's why our tomorrow best. the show is going to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> it always does, Squatch. It always does. <laughs> No, so uh, yeah, the Bigfoot, oh, the Bigfoot trail. trail. Yeah, no. Well, again, I wanted to thank you for coming out. That was really oh, it was a uh, blast. Fun. We had a great time, man. And y- yes, you're still in. You you will be in the film. Oh, I made the cut. Yeah, uh, you, you did. Probably. You remember when we got the berries on the side of the road? We stopped and picked yeah. some blackberries. And you, uh, you know, you just did some goofy <laughs> disco antics. That was pretty good. Wait a minute, you're uh, telling me uh, even after all the footage from inside the Bigfoot Museum, the only stuff I made it into was no. that, that roadside, like you know, two and a half minute stop where we took a piss on the blackberry trees. What? What yeah. are you talking about, man? No, I think you're a little bit. Yeah, no, we hear you in the Bigfoot Museum, uh, but remember, I couldn't. I, I I didn't want to take the chance of showing that film copyright <laughs> issues. Yeah. That, I remember. That, Fabulous Ivan Marks film that was on the wall. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you're in it. You're, you're definitely, you're sprinkled in there. Okay, very nice. Uh, I got to tell you, though, this is, dude, uh, this was the bo- one of the most bizarre things that happened on this trail. And the final section that goes to the really super beautiful Siskiyou Wilderness. It's like a 90-mile yeah. yeah. section. Yeah, nice. Beautiful, right? Very remote. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Gray Fox, Tom Moose was there. Who's your daddy? Um, Carrie Carter and uh, Boomer. I think Boomer. Got, uh, we Boomer finished the there. PCT with Boomer in 08. Yeah. That's right. I think Boomer's going to get some other film work after this. He's quite funny in this. Uh, yeah, in he's this pretty film. funny. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, all right. So he takes us to this grove of gigantic redwoods, which is off any known trail. Wait, are uh, these real the, redwoods or are those Northern no, California it, it, <laughs> redwoods, it, man? It was uh, it was a backdrop actually. It was just two. It was a big painting, and he had his. <laughs> it was at Owen Mills. <laughs> it was a no. painting of some trees. Uh, painting of some trees. So we're back there, and I, and I you not okay. So we're about a uh, hundred yards off the Bigfoot Trail. So we hear like two voices down to our left, and I go, "Hey, everybody, be quiet." I'm just gonna, and I and I, I I'm gonna throw out a faux Bigfoot scream. So I kind of go. <laughs> All right, I kill you. <laughs> and then I coughed, which is always the giveaway. Um, so we wait. I wanted to see, you know, what people hear laughing or something. Dead silence. And I swear to God, it, these, this, the sound of these people were over to our left. Okay. So at about a 90 degree, directly in front of us, about 12 seconds after I did that, we hear wood knocking. Okay, like, now no. you get, you got to explain the wood knocking thing because right. a lot of people don't right. know about that. Yeah, there are some people who believe that when you hear repeated loud knocks of wood, that that's how Sasquatl communicate with each other. They use tree knocking. So I did not. I I I don't believe that it was actually a Sasquatl, re, you know, returning the scream call. But what it meant was that there was some other person, <laughs> not that within within like three hundred yards, who knew about wood knocking. And <laughs> it cracked me the hell up. Like, because when I did the other Bigfoot films fifteen years ago, yeah, that would have never happened. But now with you know finding Bigfoot or. 
yeah. not find Bigfoot, as I like to call In it. Search uh, or, or Bigfoot's Great Adventures. Yeah, yeah, you know, that totally. type of stuff. So uh, that was pretty scary. But then we're, you know, so that's in the film, actually. We were taping the whole thing, and it wasn't a setup. Uh, it just kind of, it was kind of spooky, even though I think it was probably um, some drunk. And Squatch, we should mention those films that, that you just referenced from 15 years ago, Squatching and Journey Towards Squashdom, available at SquatchFilms.com. That is correct. And it, it is still only available uh, on DVD because... On VHS. Uh, no, not on VHS anymore. Uh, I have it on beta. Damn. What, what about those Betamax. old school like projectors that we used to have in grade school? Exactly. Okay. Uh, and and if and if you can't afford that, I'll actually fly out and act out the whole film. <laughs> Pant- pantomime. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, squatchfilms.com, uh, where uh, all my films nice are. That's you know, squatchfilms.com. Yeah, <laughs> reasonable prices. <laughs> reasonable prices. <laughs> so, so what's what's your timeline? Like, I know you're in the editing stage right now. Yes. When when can Trail Show Nation purchase this Bigfoot film? Probably. Well, you know, my next project that I'm hoping uh, will happen is to go to Australia and uh, including Tasmania. What? Yeah. Leaving in, uh, I know you guys love that part of the world. <laughs> POD anyway, especially. Uh, so, yeah. Squatch, wh- and, where's uh, my invite for that one, dude? Dude, you're seriously, uh, it, it is an open invite. Any and all people, feel free to send your resumes in, um, single females uh, especially. And um, Unwrap your headphones. Sorry. Sorry. So we've got some technical difficulties on our end, but continue, please. Is that a euphemism or something? No. No, no, literal. Literal literal technical difficulties. Squatch, I couldn't reach the cookie because my headphones were all wound up around my microphone. (laughs) He's trying to get some cookies, man. (laughs) It was a very sad moment for me. Squatch, I got to ask you about the the drone real quickly. So you and I, when when I was out there tagging along for five days, you and I went to the Paul Bunyan statue, and and you were were just learning how to operate the drone, and you crashed the drone into the bull's (laughs) testicles, and it was a bit of a thing, and we almost crashed the drone into oncoming traffic on the adjacent highway, but that's a story for here and there. Did you get better? What is the status of the drone? Is it still operational? Did you get better at operating it? What's going on? Uh, that's a great question. Okay, so yeah, actually, it wasn't uh, Babe's balls. It was actually Paul's boot. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. It was Paul's boot. Paul's boot. Yeah, yeah and uh, we, we did almost crash it on the highway. But what happened is, yeah. okay, so we're in the redwoods, right? This is with uh, Team Considerate. These are the the last people I went with who were super nice. And what, what are you guys moving furniture? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's beer. It's beer. I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay. Don't don't pay yeah. any attention to this. Yeah. Okay. So. Dude, I, I turned the drone on, and when you turn drones on, they usually elevate up. They, they automatically rise yeah. up about six feet, right? Well, all of a sudden, I turn it on, and it's got this slight drift to it. It's like kind of drifting at about a 10-degree angle. I'm like, oh, sh-. Then a car is coming down the road. So I said, well, I better just send it up up about 100 feet. Well, that was stupid because I'm near these big redwoods. So it drifts. It's about 100 feet in the air, and, and I'm still not – totally proficient at it and going oh wait left right thing and next it's just gone and oh, uh, i could hear i heard it hit the top of like a redwood and then it fell to the ground it did survive and oh. i do have and there is footage of that which may or may not get in the film but um that blooper yeah, reel at that, least that right the, that was the last i used it so I, I i may have to get it fixed but i was remember uh, disco how we were really happy with that footage we got when yeah. it went to the hill where the thing happened yeah that 
that may be the opening shot in the film. That really turned out really, really now, nice. Now, so, now, you just sort of glanced over that. You said the hill where that thing happened. So, you know, yeah. w- without, like, doing the whole 20-minute yeah. spill. Into, I, I, yeah, well, we talked about it on the show, haven't we? we well, I... I don't know. Have we talked? No, we did. We did talk about it. So Squatch, and I'll just briefly say, Squatch and I went to the spot where Squatch had oh his um, encounter, his encounter with not one, not one, but two. Back when he was eating one gram cookies. (laughs) No, 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 no. Let me tell you, if there was a a Sasquatchy sort of area that I saw, other than the drive from um, I don't know Somers Bar over to Etna, that was. Sort yeah. of squatchy. Oh my god! But, <laughs> was that the gnarly road, right? Oh, the, the, yeah, I, I, I literally lost a few years off my life. But that's that's a story <laughs> for another day. But this spot that Squatch had his encounter um, over a decade ago. Oh my gosh! It twenty-four it's, years ago, dude. Twenty-four. Yeah, it's crazy. It was nineteen ninety-two. So, what's the uh, lifespan yeah, of like an average average Sasquatch? Do you suppose? I mean, like, uh, is it possible that maybe you could go back to that spot today? And, well, that's and what, still that's maybe what, encounter uh, that that's Sasquatch? That's going to be in the film. I did go back. You hiked up there. And I hiked up there with two oh. of the, uh, uh, with, uh, with Boomer. <laughs> Boomer went with me. Oh, cool. And, uh, and uh, Carrie Carter. And it was really cool. It was even, uh, it was even thicker than it was before. But we did find evidence of uh, there had been some logging, uh, not major logging, but we found ribboning up there. And uh, it had, it's I, I hear like some sort of wood thumping, some sort of. T- yeah. <laughs> I'm not squatch. Do, does yeah, it- boy, that D-Lo gets funnier and funnier. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how'd you know it was D-Lo? Uh, it just yeah. yeah <laughs> so you you and, actually went back up to the spot where you had the encounter yeah, 24 years ago. Yeah. We already talked about this. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. Yeah. Tell yeah. us more. It was cool. And, yeah, uh, it's cool, and it, it'll probably end up in the film. Uh, no, we didn't have a repeat encounter, but we did find a dead chupacabra. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. how, how did that taste after the barbecue? Uh, fair. fair, fair to midland, uh, you know, fair to midland. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. <laughs> so, Squatch, yeah, but, when when do you think that this film will be available to the world? I uh, think probably no later than mid February. Oh wow! Okay, okay, very cool. Because I've got to, I've actually got to go. Um, I'm scheduled to leave February 22nd. My folks are actually going to New Zealand, Pod's favorite country. Yes, uh, <laughs> for two weeks, and I'm going to spend a few days with them there. And then this is all I'm hoping, you know. Are, getting are you going to be looking fun. for hobbits? Uh, no, I've ha- I have too many bad hobbits as it is. <laughs> 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 I, I tell you what, I'm sure as not going to do is is uh, hike on the Tarararara Trail. Yeah, that's a that's a good call, man. So, Squatch, um, yeah. tell me this: Did you actually hike all of the Bigfoot Trail? Yes, I did. What? No way, dude! Now, you now, end I ended have, it. I have a specific question. Ender, ender. So you remember end, you end. and I drove to a spot where we could not find the Bigfoot Trail. When you actually hike through invalid. that spot, his hike is invalid. No, 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 no. His hike's not invalid yet. I have to get some information. <laughs> so when you actually hike through the spot where you and I couldn't find then the trail, where were we close? Were we near it? Wait a minute. I'm trying to remember. Was it up on the the? It, it was up somewhere off of a highway, and like we were on a. Oh z- yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, that was uh, that's the beginning of the uh, Cisco Wilderness. Yes. Park. Right. 
you can't see the trail. Uh, <laughs> okay. Michael, Michael actually went in there and uh, explained to us that he put he put uh, tape on on you know like uh, yeah you know like uh, like it was this pink tape that for okay. like a quarter of a mile you have to find. There is a tread once you go back in, but it is not visible from from the road the highway. Okay. Yeah. Sounds a little so, bit like the Grand Enchantment so yeah, Trail. I mean, what Dilo was saying, I, oh, I didn't go. And, I mean, I did every step of the way. I didn't do it linearly because I wanted to uh, go with different people. And, I mean, you know, because me hiking alone on the Bigfoot Trail would make for a really interesting four-minute film. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but I was really happy with uh, the people who went, uh, Coyote and Gazelle and... Uh, uh, Huff and Puff and those folks I mentioned before, and uh, it, it was a it was a pretty good group, and got some interviews with Mike, who uh, yeah, who's been on your show, who came up with the yeah. route. Yeah, I think there's a I think there's a good film in there. It's just whether I can uh, find it and put it in order. Uh, well, I mean, at least at least in California, you got that league of weed now. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, tell us about. Um was there a sketchy little section as your Crescent City you're you're walking through? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about that briefly? In fact, thank you for reminding me about that because I, I I wanted to talk to Mike about it. I'm not kidding, man. You come out you come out of the woods and you're going down this road. It's not a bad road. You go by a Indian casino and there's a couple of dead guys lying in the gutter. No, but <laughs> what you, you know. Par for the course. You go out about a mile once you get out of the woods, and then you're at like this intersection, and it and it goes ahead straight and it becomes like this dirt road. But as you go down down it, this is for about I'd say an eighth to a quarter of a mile. It is just skankville, man. I mean, there's a, it's it's a dumping ground. You can see some people. I mean, it's actually it's really kind of sad. Actually, there there's like. Uh, although we didn't see any homeless people, there was definitely evidence of either you know uh, drug users or uh, and Ooh. or homeless people. I mean, it was so kind of like the PCT. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So uh, it was pretty scary. In fact, who was it? Somebody who uh, uh, I think Sage, maybe Sage. Yeah, Clegg, I think it was uh, Sage. Uh, who who, uh, who hiked it solo? He couldn't really like recommend it. Because it's kind of, I, I think, uh, yeah, a solo woman walking down there with no uh, defense would, uh, I, it would be pretty sketchy. Well, now, uh, it reminds me, you and I had an interesting encounter in Crescent City when we were driving through, didn't we? Weren't we like... Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Vampireville, man. It's, oh, oh, yeah, wait a minute. Are you talking the, about when that over lady? near the... This lady was totally railing on this. Was she hitting him or was she just yelling? Yeah, it was like six thirty in the morning, and she was like yelling at him. And then she started like trying to. She was throwing punches and run. She'd run away and then run back and throw some more punches. And you and I were just standing there, kind of with Charlie, with our our jaws on the ground. Like, hey, Charlie, you want an egg McMuffin? Look at this. This is kind of crazy. yeah, I don't know what if it's like a meth scene there or heroin or, but it, it seems like, and I had heard that, but it's pretty, it's it's sad. I, I I wish I could laugh more about it, as I I'm actually sticking a needle in my arm now thinking about it. Now. <laughs> uh, oh, squash, it, please. It, it, it's, uh, it's a family it, it, show. It it's a fam- family. Keep it family friendly, please. Uh, I'm sorry. It's a family. The Adams family show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I can't, it's not a, oh, and by the way, actually, to Delo's point, ah, technically, yes. I made technically, no, it, no, no, you did, you did okay. make a good, actually, right, fine. Go okay, ahead. inadvertent like, point, 
No, you know what I found out later yeah. is when you f- at at the northern or call it western terminus yeah. of the Bigfoot, tree, you get to the ocean, right? Yeah. Now when we got there, it was high tide. <laughs> so ah, so you didn't you actually hike go, to the end. Well, the end is is literally like is like 200 yards further where there's a lighthouse, but we couldn't get to it. But I didn't even know at that point. And then when I got home, so I, I guess oh. I should go back and. So OKT okay, is still open. For the, the oldest known time. I'm going to get Still it. Open. Squatch, how old are you? I hear Billy Goat's gunning for 57. it. 57. He's 87. Dude. He's 87 years old. Dude, I got to You know what you need footage of, Squatch? Oh, you needed man. footage of I today I could get it, but I when can't. Disco discovered an unflushed turd. Oh, man. <laughs> Squatch. <laughs> Squatch, you won't believe what happened there here. There was an unflushed turd in the recording studio, and, then and Disco, Disco just about lost it. Disco tried to flush it. Welcome to Trump's America. The, the toilet almost <laughs> overflowed. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Dilo was in there like simultaneously stuffing popcorn down his mouth and plunging, and plunging. someone it's else's turn. It's the future of America right here. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> the Trinity Alps Wilderness, by the way, that in my opinion is the highlight of the Bigfoot Trail. That the, the okay. it, it's a beautiful trail overall. I really so do. So you mean the, the PCT it. section? Uh, <laughs> no, the PCT section is actually excuse me, really uh Really nice, that marble part of the marbles there. Paradise Lake's awesome. And one of the best um, downhill graded trails I've ever been on. From Paradise Lake all the way to Syed, that's incredibly well, well graded. I mean, it's just nice and smooth. Uh, I took a moped. And, uh, <laughs> I was thinking about bringing great, some inline dirt shoes. Did you wear your orange no, hat shirt dirt, dirt while skis, you're on your moped? Yeah. For anyone out there still listening, uh, the caribou, <laughs> the caribou lake basin area in the trinity alps wilderness is excellent i really i mean it's super beautiful it's like uh mini sierra uh, i would imagine never been to the winds but i imagine it's like a lot of granite very beautiful Pause. Hey, hey do you have a working title for the film yet all right are you guys ready yes oh, I was let's hear it ready. I, I have a feeling you guys will like this but i'm still not sure i'm gonna go with it because it may be too goofy just say it let's hear it here it is a squatch ellipse now <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's got to be the title. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's got to be the title. What's the subtitle, though? There's got to be a subtitle. Yeah, oh, you're right. Exactly. You're, what you just said makes no sense. <laughs> right. It, it's, unlike you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's getting warm in here, dude. Like warm. Okay, so Squatch Lips Now makes no sense. What's the subtitle? Right. Now, the subtitle is A Summer On and Around the Bigfoot Trail. Oh, uh, I, I think it works, fantastic, man. Dude. Yeah, I like it. Squatch Lips Now. Have... That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Go with it, man. Yeah. Go with you it. Think, uh, you think so? It's not, not too goofy? No. I no, mean, no, no, no. I, I, I like it. I think it's great. Good. What's oh, going to happen if somebody registers that domain name tonight? Oh, Yeah, I'm not saying it's going to be gonna me. you're going to have to choose an alternate <laughs> spelling. And, oh, man. How would you even spell <laughs> that? <laughs> Oh man! Squatch, so, as soon, as, as, soon as we hang up the phone, you need to register that domain. Delo's not kidding. Immediately, he, he said he said I domain name hijacked from him, man. If so, he could uh, reach his laptop right now, it might already be done. It won't be me, but you got to register it because that's a. Squ- really I hear good Squatch typing name. as we speak. That's a really good domain with one name. finger. <laughs> GoDaddy.com. Get it. Get it. Uh, Squash your lips now. It's all amazing. right, I think we should wrap okay. up this call. All right, all right. ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the man is Scott Harriet. The film is a Squash Lips now available 
for all you Trail Show Nation listeners in mid February. Go to squatchfilms.com. Squatchfilms.com. Pick up all of his past <laughs> documentaries and squatchfilms.com. And if you go there, tell him the trail show sent you. Yes, enter your discount code of the trail show to get fifty percent off at squatchfilms.com. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't know about that, Squatch. Thanks so much for the I discount. didn't either. Oh, oh I cleared it with Shit. your mom. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right ladies and gentlemen squatch thanks so much for schooling us all up on the bigfoot trail thanks a lot squatch right. have a thanks, good night guys. man good bye. night squatch bye bye there he goes ladies oh, and man, gentlemen that was fun scott harriet tales from the trails we're going to break we'll be back dealer's got to go plunge some toilets we're out of here <laughs> stay tuned long long gone the summer of 59 seemed driest of all time well that's gone Long, long gone To think of how I slaved to crack the soil and plant some seed Now it's just a gushy mix of pond scum and weeds What happens when the world decides to have something it needs? If ever you wander, look under your jet ski The Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got an update from our good friend out of order. I think he's still in Germany. I think he's been stuck in like some kind of Germany vortex. Black I, Forest I is Germany. Saw Germany's a big country. Southern Germany. I saw a photo of him on the old Facebook, and he seemed to be drinking some beer with some uh, some good-looking people there. Yeah, I think yeah, we know think, what's going on there. Yeah, good, yeah, hey, good for him. Yeah. The man's yeah, hiked like sure. 3,000 miles. I'm not, I'm not quite if you sure. you get some trail tale. Go for it. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm not quite sure how he's going to get over the Alps on trails in the winter because it's uh, it's ski season there. Maybe he's going to ski it. We he could ski it. He could ski it. I think he's going to get Theodore Jones on a little lead. Hey. He's going to get pulled right through. I asked him why he named the reindeer Theodore Jones, and I got no response. So, Dilo, your question still goes unanswered. Uh, That's my question. Why, but, why is it Theodore why is Jones? It, but you know what? Maybe he answers the question Ooh. on this audio clip. Let's go to a clip. What's up, Trail Show? This is Out of Order reporting in from the Black Forest on a beautiful sunny day. I'm looking for some meadows to bag. <laughs> uh, I just saw I saw the Alps on the horizon for the first time yesterday, and it felt a little bit like what it must look like when Godzilla rises out of the ocean, and you're just like, oh my god, I'm going to die. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe go around those. We'll see. But yeah, things are good. Uh, I thought I'd start answering the questions. Theodore Jones, his name comes from, well, his first name, Theodore, comes from Theodore Roosevelt, who probably would have shot Theodore Jones the first time he cut him off on a trail. And uh, then Jones, his second name, comes from the first name I thought of after Theodore. So Theodore Jones it was. And it just kind of fit him. I'm sure he's doing well up there in Norway now. It's probably cold. There's no sun where he's at right now. There's just lots of snow and darkness. But uh, he's probably like, you should have taken me with you. Why? I could be in Germany right now, living large, and making everyone take pictures with me like I'm bringing Santa Claus with me. But it was not to be, Theodore. Good luck up there. I hope, hope you're doing well. As far as tent steaks and wine goes, I did not get a chance to try out the the incredible research and advice that the trail show gave about opening up a wine bottle with a tent steak last month. But I will buy a new bottle and I will try it out uh, as soon as I can. And hopefully I will not end up in the hospital. 
So I thought I'd share this month a story. It's kind of cheesy, but whatever. It's the holidays. So I was in Weinheim and I was staying with this couple and they were really excited uh, because they had always been planning to hike the John Muir Trail and um, they had all the guidebooks and maps and it was a big dream of theirs. And so I was like, oh, I got so excited. You know, just seeing their excitement, I got excited. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I took out all their maps. And I'm starting to mark them up. I'm like, oh, there's a campsite here. There's a, this is a spot for a sunset. Oh, the, you get to this hot springs if you just cross this river. Here's where you can resupply. All the, you know, all the details. And I think, as you guys know, anyone who's ever been on the JMT kind of fall in love with the Sierras a little bit. You always have a piece of your heart. So I got so excited and just sharing that with them and they were they were really happy and uh, it made me think of all the long distance hiking and trails I've been on and just all the people that uh, have made it possible for these trails to exist, who journeyed on the trails, who surround the trails and just how lucky we all are to be part of this community. We're just so fortunate. Such a great group of of strange characters, you know, what a, what a, what a crew. Um, and you don't even need to know them all. Like I've never met you guys in person, but uh, but I still feel like we're friends. I mean, heck, POD hooked me up in a few days. I'm gonna stay with a 2016 CDT through hiker named Cheesy. So you know, it's like a big family, and it's great to be part of that. So happy holidays, everybody. Happy New Year, and I'll check in. I'll check in next month. Have a great one. Bye. Okay, that was out of order. Out of order. He's still in Germany. Jeez. He's about to head up to the Alps, man, which are at the south end of Germany, and head into Italy and continue his way across uh, Europe. Can, can, so now, was, is, what, wasn't he saying nuts, he wanted man. to get in on the uh, the uh, win a date? With not, with a, not chance? a chance? That, what? That, he that was actually homework. Oh. But, I, you know, maybe he'd like to get in on that, too. I don't know. I, I could have swore I heard something about... Uh, yeah, about is, is Out of Order a taken man? Yeah. Do we know? Do we have any backstory? Well, actually, this leads into I my hear trail he's tip. Should, should we go ahead and do yeah, that? Yeah, let's do our trail Let's do it. <laughs> wow, I think I lost an eardrum there. Yeah, Dilo, are you okay? Died. Are you okay? I'm <laughs> all right. <laughs> So <laughs> I think he almost choked on a cookie. That was what was going on there. Cookie, cookie, cookie. I think I can infer from predictablylost.com that Out of Order is indeed single. Okay. Ooh. And I also knew the story of Theodore Jones because oh, I really? Went, yes, because uh, about a month ago, I was like, you know what? Uh, I've seen a couple of his videos. Kiki and I watched them together. And um, now let's be honest, Beardy. You're a bit of a out of order fanboy. You've actually, as of today, you've told me you've read all the blog up until this yep. point, and you've watched can I all his. Can, can I, I talk? Can, can I, talk? I talk? Can I talk? So uh, a while ago, I watched a couple of the videos with Kiki, and then about a month ago, I was like, you know what? This we have his audio clips every month. I should read his journal. Or, you know, his website, whatever. So They call it a blog now, Peter. I know. Come I, on. I, I never know. You know I'm, Come I'm, on, man. I'm the millennials get I'm with old, the kids. Okay, I'm old. Anyway, so I, I got on there, and I started reading a whole bunch of them every day. All of them? All Well, I didn't read all of them. All of them. Of them. That's Did a lot. Did you read them slowly? But you have like read this. them all. No. I didn't read. It's them like mi- me and Dilo with Mister Money Mustache. That's right. I tried. I tried to read them all, but I I stopped. What? I've read every single I one can't, of them, dude. I couldn't. What? Do it. I I 
made a point of like reading an, uh, something every day, and then I just had no, to stop. Dude, I I'm disappointed. All right, back to POD. Go. Yeah. So anyway, I did read. <laughs> I did read all of them. I oh caught up. I completely caught up to like present time, and I watched all of his videos, which are really cool because he does a good job of editing them. Dude, he's like, I don't know how he actually yeah. does such a good job from the field. Yeah, know? we should ask him uh, about that. Yeah. Some yeah. My 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 guess is that he takes some time off. Yeah, I think he takes some. Yeah, time I think off. he has. At least now, I think it's more urban, so he has a lot of access. Yeah, he rolls access. into town. He's yeah. like, takes some time off. He's on sure. a computer. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> going back to you okay, my no, trail I just tip. Out a <laughs> Don't worry about it. Tying this back into the trail tip is that I was thinking about it. I was reading his blog, and it's kind of fun to read about other people's adventures. And I was thinking, you know, it's winter, Christmas is upon it's, us. It's ski not season. It's in the ski season. It's Christmas in a cup. It's, it's Christmas in a it's cup. It's not. It's not winter. We still have a couple of more weeks. Yeah. Well, like anyway, two. one. The, the cold days are, are upon us, Man. unless you live somewhere tropical. We're um, in Salida, and like Florida the Marshall Islands. <laughs> Florida Trail represents. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, boy. And I was thinking, you know, a, a nice trail Hike tip for this holiday season is. Read some blogs of people <gasps> that are currently hiking or have done a trail that you are wanting to do this summer to get you excited about the next hiking season. Because I think sometimes it's easy to get into the doldrums and then the manatee conversion speeds up. But uh, anyway. On yeah. the flip side, on the flip side, reading other people's blogs can make you really depressed about how it's true. lame your current it's true. life is. It can. It's yes. It's yes. true. Let's do that. Only yeah. if only if your window into the future has no hiking in it. Yeah, zero For hiking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going hiking ever again. I'm just going to work no, in the no, factory. No. Thank God Donald Trump saved those 500 jobs because I'm one of them. And here I am, and I've got my job. And I'm hey, going to live like it forever. I feel like Mediazar is going to be a pretty yeah. sweet gig. I can't wait. Dude, can you imagine me like telling people about how like those 500 jobs that were preserved out of the 1,000, but it's only no, no, deal. I feel deal. like you should yeah, always I'm just, no matter what anybody like asks so you, always just tell them, no, make it funnier. It needs to be funnier. <laughs> Dilo, you're going to be the first person to hike the CDT with your two sons. And no, no right. one's ever done oh, this. I don't know about No that. one's ever done this, man. We'll see. Anyway, my trail tip, and the reason I brought this up is because I knew <laughs> the story of Theodore Jones, and I inferred that he's single from his writings that read some blogs get excited about the next season yeah i think that's actually a great trail tip it's not that far away no it's it's really not not. it's it's going to be here before you know it and 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 if you've got any chance you know i feel like this is the time of year that that it's easy to go like oh man i'm not going to be hiking a big trail next year i should just eat whipped cream from the can I should just feel bad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Buy me more cookies. P.O.D., could you please put the can down? <laughs> Seriously. More cookies. But no, I think this is actually like the perfect time of year to like start hedging your bets. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like just on the no, no, off no, no. chance that maybe you'll get fired. Is yeah. it, you know? <laughs> it's, like, the, it's the perfect you know. time of the year to start saving your money. Yeah. Yes. That, that that's right. too. That is. too. There it is. And it's also that's what it's all the about. perfect time of year to start selling your old gear on eBay so you yes. can upgrade whatever it is you want to or upgrade. Finding or finding things keep... in the dumpster and selling them on Craigslist. Yes. 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 Dude. Or just keep your old gear. Why do you need new yeah. gear? You don't, you don't need, need new gear. Just and use the I, I would like to recommend uh, Out of Order's blog is really good. He's a great writer. Uh, also, what's the website? PredictablyLost.com. C- can I plug a blog too? Yes, please. 
my girlfriend hiked the PCT this year, and she is uh, a way better writer than I am a talker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you should totally check out her blog, Brown Girl on the PCT. She's still actually, like, finishing it up and, okay. like, updating it or whatever. Sweet, well, so, okay. But she works on it, like, daily. And it's, I got to say, like, when she was actually out there hiking, I used to read it all the time. Not just because I miss yeah. my lady friend, because it got, did a really good job of, like, sort of explaining and like detailing those like mm-hmm. what the trail's like so brown yeah. girl on the pct can and i can i while we're recommending yes. blogs can Dude. i recommend our skyland traverse guest tonight oh, yeah. dirtmonger you can find his blog at freedirtmonger.blogspot.com it is fantastic it's got great photos he does a lot of hiking in the southwest if you have any inclinations to be hiking in this part of the world his blog will inspire you to do so. And check out his Instagram feed also at Pain Cave Uno. Yes. And I just have, remember he's hardcore. He is. Don't yeah. try to and just like Do not try this at home. <laughs> yeah. I have two others that I want to recommend. D'Lo, do you have any blogs you want to recommend other than pmags.com? And, and uh, any, we all know that uh, one. Um, and aside from parenting blogs, we don't need to know. Yeah, we don't want to know about gardening or gardening, landscaping. No. Uh, we don't need to know about blogs about San Angelo bars either. Wow. What about d-low.com? Yeah. Well, I hate to admit it, but I do not update. Oh, but does it still exist? It does still so exist. People sure, can go in and read my Because I have, a, I have a very in-demand uh, domain name, <laughs> d-low.com. <laughs> in fact, I have a very in-demand Twitter handle, d-low or just d-low. It's d-low, yeah. It's d-low. People want that, and I am not about to give it up. So, f- <laughs> you internet, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's um, right. Okay, I want to recommend two other ones. One Please. is go ahead, Clay Woodward Jacobson. Yes, oh, yeah, I ICT. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he's on Trail Journals, and he's also a really good writer. And also Skittles. Yes, Skittles has multiple journals from his different trips, hmm. and he's really good. And he's going to be out in Patagonia, so he'll have an active journal going. I think Buck Thirty will too. So if you also want updates on Diet Coke oh, situation in other countries, man. I'm done with Buck Thirty. Then you can read Buck Thirty. He's 30s. pissed me off, man. <laughs> I'm just done with Buck Thirty. But if you I'm want, tired. but if you want, I'm tired of Buck Thirty. Buck Thirty is not a product of the Trail Show community. He's not even a member of the Trail Show community anymore. Oh, Buck wow. Thirty, Do you, you are ostracized. Do you see how one, of his, one of his eyes is closed? That's like what happened. One of his eyes was closed, like and the other one was twitching. You, you do know. I'll have you know when I'm trying to read in bed at night, like, and it's really late, and I should be going to bed. And I'm trying to read, and it's like I have to read. The <laughs> it's like this. Dilo, when you're when you're late yeah. at night and you're trying to read in bed, which eye do you close? My left. Yeah, so yeah. you're a right eye guy. I'm a right-handed man. A righty. Here, watch this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> I don't even know what just happened. You broke <laughs> me neither. Oh, Dilo, I gotta tell well, you, man. As of as of four hours ago, <laughs> welcome back, Dilo. The, <laughs> the the current yeah. the current folks in the running to replace you are. Brian Buck, thirty Tansman. Oh my God, that would oh be amazing, shit. dude. B three P L. And Shane Jester O'Donnell. Well, so. bring them both in, man. Dude, we, seriously, the trail show couldn't handle both. Well, there the was also there was also that guy that we just talked to at the Safeway, the one that was asking for change. <laughs> oh well, he's actually at the top. Of the <laughs> just just oh. Skype those dudes. Just oh, sorry, those sorry, dudes both in for like four hours. It'd be amazing. All right, right, play the trail. We're just going to do four hours of trying to Skype someone. 
All right, folks. I think there was a trail tip in there somewhere. Go listen to some blogs. Go read some blogs. Go and don't give up hope. Yourself. Don't give up hope because spring is just around the corner. Spring just will right sprung. Let's do iTunes top five. Oh, all right, Dilo. I like the music for this segment more than the segment itself. <laughs> we got we got iTunes top five this month. I'll be back. And I I'm like gonna go, the segment. I'm gonna go definitely in the toilet. I'll be right back. Make sure you flush. <laughs> I tell you what. Make sure it's prime or at least plunge. <laughs> I ain't, I'm not going to do either. You know what? I don't but really want to do iTunes stuff. Okay, let's move month. on. Okay. I won't defecate. Let's I can hold it. Let's, let's just play the song for the rest of the show, though. Okay. Let's do the Trail Show Top 10 Countries. Yes. We haven't, we haven't oh, updated man. Trail Show Nation on... I hear we're huge in Lithuania. Listen, I had a bit of an epiphany a couple days ago, so I haven't... How'd like, you clean that up? I know. I, I used that plunger. <laughs> I used that plunger Dilo had in the bathroom. There. You it brought it back here in your car this week, didn't you? So I dug into yeah. the trail show yeah, statistics. You did. Yeah, you and did. you know, over the past like couple years, we've been saying the trail show has been downloaded in blah 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 in eighty countries. And across we mostly the planet. make that up. Well, no, eighty countries was actually the last stat that I saw, which apparently was like three years ago. So I I went back on. We've actually been downloaded in 182 countries. What? Are there even 182 countries? There's actually 195 or 196, depending on who you ask. So what you're saying is that we need to get some listeners in those last few countries. That's what I'm saying. We've got 13 countries left before we conquer the world. What countries are they? That, I don't know. MPUD knew you would ask that, but here's what I do have. I have the top 10, and I have a couple that are at the bottom. So let's start. Okay, well, what we need to do is we need to get people on those people in those countries that haven't listened to us. You need to call your friends in other countries. And tell them to download the trail show tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you. You're Do gonna you be have surprised. a friend, Azerbaijan, that hasn't listened to the trail no, show? No, are they from Kazakhstan? Yes. Azerbaijan? Covered, covered, May- covered. Maybe they're from Andorra. Kazakhstan. Let, I tell you what, let's go. Where is your Central friend in Mongolia? Oh Why is Republic. your friend in Mongolia listening to the trail show? Let's go 10 to 1 first, and then let's cover. Some of those that we've only had one download in. Okay. okay. Top 10. What are they? Okay. Only starting one, with so they 10. Didn't like that episode then, I guess. Starting with 10, going to one. We have Ireland. Irie oh. Land. Coming at number nine, we have Sweden. Okay. Number eight is Japan. So these are the 10 least. These no, are the most. 10 most. most. Really? Number seven, POD, New Zealand. I don't dislike New Zealand. Why? <laughs> Just okay. the trail. Yes. Zelo's favorite, number six, China. China. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's no country named China. Give us a sure there is. What, are, what are you talking about? China. Uh, I'm you, better, ta- you better learn that country, Zelo, if you're about to go to work. I'm talking about China. <laughs> okay, number not five. The kind. No surprise here. Deutschland, a.k.a. Germany. Whoop. Now, number four actually did kind of surprise me. The Trail Show has been downloaded the most... Uh, how would I say this? The fourth most. The fourth most in Australia. Huh. Surprising to me. But I mean, I guess they ain't really much to do down there. No, I'm not surprised they speak English in Australia. Okay, number three, the United yeah. Kingdom. Oh, they also speak English there. Number two. Do you speak English? Our not neighbors. Really, not very well. Our neighbors to the north. Canada? Canada. Quebecois. The Quebecois. Love the Canadians. And number one, ladies and gentlemen, can I get a tempity? We don't need a tempity. It's God's country. We're number one. United States. We're number one. 
America. Okay. We're numero uno. America. Oh, wait. Can't so say that I'm curious. Do, do, do you have any statistics on what non-English-speaking country has downloaded us the most? No. We'll have to get Buck 30 on that. He's our statistics Buck 30, guy. Buck uh, 30. Can you get cracking on that, man? I, so I need lowest? to know. I didn't even know I needed to know until just now, but now I really need to know. So the other side of the spectrum, there's a few countries that we've only had one download in. <laughs> Is there any way of knowing what episode it was? Actually, I could probably dig in and figure that out. But, I would love to know that. But for the sake of this segment, let, let's talk about this one download countries. We've had Libya. Okay. One download from Madagascar. Okay. Yeah! One really? Only one from the land of the Baobab? One download from Burundi. Oh, come on, Burundi. One download from Yemen. Yemen, okay. come on, man. You guys well, got you probably a lot of enough internet access. I, Yemen, I mean, come you know. on, man. Yemen, like... Take your mind off the civil war. <laughs> He's got an eye closed. Listen, Yemen. Pay attention to us. Listen, Yemen. <laughs> to Listen, us, Yemen. Yeah. Or people who have friends in Yemen. We, we love Yemen. Assalamu alaikum. Kefahalak. Tune into the trail show, people. Oh. There it is, Yemen. One download from the Dominican Republic. Oh, that just one? And last but not so least. Close. Last but not least, my personal favorite. One download from the Marshall Islands. All right. All right. Huh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> okay. So 182 countries, over half a million downloads. Think about where we're at right now, what we do. We got cookies. We got beer. We're <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of like equipment. There's popcorn we, too, dude. Don't forget uh, the Don't popcorn. forget the popcorn. Yeah, we, we've Jesus. got a plugs toilet. I love, I love <laughs> the fact that like we created this thing out of thin air. We've been downloaded over half a million times in 180 countries. I, you know, I'm not trying to pat myself I, on the back, but I, damn it, I'm patting myself on the back. And I'm still confused why you guys brought me onto the show. <laughs> because I, you have really the, the frog cam. That That's, That's right. true. Yeah. Frogcasting. We got people com. sending us beer. We got Parent really Brewing right com. here with all this amazing beer. Uh, a big thank you to Parent Brewing. Let's check honestly. in on the beer. Like, this yeah, has been do. a pretty what? fantastic night for beer. Uh, and we've had a lot of fantastic nights for beer. But th- they literally, I mean, like, I, I don't know if you can express how awesome it is to receive because the, the, these these boxes of the Perrin beer they came to my house and when I received three big boxes that I knew were okay. filled with delicious beer I got to tell you that's exciting it's exciting it's like Christmas Day all right here's what we got I we, wouldn't know I don't celebrate it oh we've got the little Lil Grizz is in like Lil Wayne, L I L apostrophe. Lil Grizz, barrel aged brown ale, delicious. I have been getting heavy into the 98 Problems IPA. I got 98 problems, but the trail No beer is not one of them. I got to tell you, as a a non IPA drinker, that is a fantastic IPA. It's it's got those things that make it an IPA, but don't make it doesn't make, it make terrible. My, yeah, like yeah. you know, it's not so bitter. We also have the hypocrite imperial blonde ale aged in <laughs> California Merlot barrels. Have D-Lo you guys can, had this one? Can it's I get so good. The imperial blonde, please. D-Lo, oh, Dilo, you're gonna. Can love you get this. off the floor and back into your chair, please? Oh, I can't. It I makes just, me uncomfortable when you just flail around. Oh, of the and ladies and gentlemen, blonde. we just cracked the second bottle of the damsel in distress. This is gonna make Frida roll Ty Garcia. Extremely jealous. Roll over in his Roll grave. Time. It is a German Rogen beer. It's a German Rogen beer aged in rum barrels. 10% ABV. <laughs> oh, <the deal> <laughs> on the, somebody please pull Dilo up. We're, 
Parent Brunk, we are blown away by your submissions tonight. We're still working our way through them. I'm okay, guys. Dealer, you okay? Should we uh, segue Barely. into mail- mailbag since yeah, we're talking about Parent? Why yeah, did you give me it. the eye drops? Because it looks like you need them. <laughs> Not, I'm not driving anywhere. Nobody has to see my He's eyes. I know, but it rails. just looks uncomfortable. You're all, your eyes look sticky from here. No, they're fine. Okay. Hey, P.O.D., can I actually start mailbag nice. tonight? Sure. I, I can't believe you didn't share that weed, dude. I didn't have any weed, man. I'm just, like, sleep-deprived. I got a last-minute submission from last month's guest, Amanda Not-A-Chance-Tiamoni. Oh. She okay. just sent us a Tiamone. dispatch. It says, hi. Hello, trail show. Done with, done with trim camp. <laughs> I had a lot Don't of fun come. chatting with you folks the other day. Thanks again. I'm headed to the Florida Trail soon, <gasps> pulling a billy goat. Then I want to finish off Brett Tucker's routes, like the Sky Islands Traverse, mentioned earlier tonight. I, uh-huh. I got to tell you, I really want to do the Sky Island. And the Muggy on Rim, <gasps> which we, we can't really talk about that just bleep yet. It, bleep it, bleep it. Believe it. Okay, we're, we're believing that. She says, hopefully I'll get to talk to y'all again. Happy holidays, Chance. She'll definitely get to talk to us again <laughs> because we still have to uh, figure out the rules and like guidelines for this uh, win, win a, a date, date thing. Oh, yeah, we got the win a date. Because she's not going to get off the hook on that one. No, she she's, wants to do it. She's totally so going to was just one entry, though. And homework is so... Well, there's not an entry yet because I haven't really opened it up. It's oh, going to yeah, open after the holidays. Well, I, I figure homework has got an automatic entry. Yeah, for sure. And, and I feel like we should also give an automatic entry to out of order. Yeah, let's do that. I feel like that's fair. When it comes back to the States. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He's going to um, need a date. Also, I have a, a letter from... Uh, Mr. Perrin Brewing Donor. What? Uh, let's hear this. Okay, people. so Ben Shovel Stark here, writing from the Frostbitten Mitten State, Michigan. My the girlfriend's. Frostbitten Mitten State. <laughs> yeah. that, that, I like that. It's That's nice, good. Isn't That's it? clever. My girlfriend Stumble and I took three months this summer and hiked just over half of the AT, ending our journal journey at the wonderful Doyle Hotel in Duncannon, Pennsylvania. Wow. Unlike the onion, I enjoyed hiking with my girlfriend and did not steal any ice along my journey. (laughs) (laughs) I I met little Santa along the way, and he told me about the trail show. I began listening, laughing, and loving it. And it got me thinking, hey, I work at a Michigan brewery that now distributes in Colorado. I need to get these guys some beer. Thank you. Big shout out to little Santa. If it weren't for him, this would never have happened. So thank you, little Santa. Thank you. Thanks so much for the show. Enjoy the beers. Hope to see you and the infamous Frito Roll Tide Garcia in, at Perrin on one of your Michigan trips. Cheers, Ben Shovel Stark and Stumble and Perrin Brewing Company. Wow. wow. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I, I, I really enjoyed the beers tonight. Oh, it's been a- wonderful. And again, I mean, I got to say, as a non-IPA guy, as a guy who kind of bitches and complains about like Me how too. many IPAs are everywhere. And I've heard it's it. Like this com- it's like this contest of how much hops can we put into a beer and still make how it gross like, can we make somewhat it? drinkable. And then, and then all the hipsters <laughs> who are like, oh, I love these IPAs that I can't... Drink. The more bitter, the better. But, but Perrin Brewing, they turned out an IPA that I actually enjoyed. A couple, actually. Not, not yeah. Uh, actually, that's right because the berry one was the uh, was an IPA as well, and I could drink that thing through Man, a I straw could slam all that thing. day yeah. long. I've been drinking so, those berry IPAs so big, all th- day Big thanks long. to Perrin. Exactly. Yeah, and shovel and stumble. Thank you so much. So thank shovel you so much for the uh, for the beer. It is fantasmalicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not worthy, but we sure are appreciative. That's right. Absolutely. Yes. 
Do we have any other mailbag? Do you this want month? to read the uh, the Dan Bortz? I, I, I do. Survival guide. Yeah. I do. So this Let's is this is really cool. And uh, hi Dan. Hi Dan. So Trail Show VIP Dan Bortz recently wrote an article for one of our favorite websites, PorchDrinking.com, entitled "Holiday Survival Guide: Podcast and Beer Pairings." Yes. All right. This is pretty cool. So Ooh. Dan's a big fan of the show. He writes. There is no better way to escape the rigors of the holidays than popping in some earbuds and enjoying some fine audio programming. Whether you are avoiding your in-laws or doing some last-minute shopping, there is a podcast and a beer for every contingency. Dan says, coming to you live from the Bobby Walter studio, the trail oh, show. That's us. The trail show helps scratch your itch for outdoor activity. Hosted by seasoned long-distance hikers, Disco, The Princess of Darkness, Delo, and Special 41, the trail show features discussions about trail news, beer, and Delo's latest landscaping <laughs> projects. They uh. also get into details and logistics of a different long-distance hiking trail or route every month, often with the help of a guest. At its core, this podcast is a hilarious conversation between a group of friends who share a common passion Hiking. Yep. Being, I thought it was beer. Stay tuned. Shit. Being beer nerds themselves, the trail show's host chose their own pairing. For this foursome, no beer goes better with this podcast at Christmas than Goose Island's Goose IPA. Not only are the cans convenient for carrying in a backpack, but the fruity aroma and hot bitterness go down great on the trail. According to POD... It's like Christmas in a cup. Now, wait a minute. I thought this was Delo's thing. It's not. Christmas in a cup was some other Goose Island. It beer. was. That's correct. And it was like their Goose Island winter brew. Uh, it was definitely Goose Island. It's 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 up in the air because those of us who were there at the time were much too inebriated <laughs> to really remember consistently what we were drinking. Yeah. Yes, and it did not happen like that. But we know that it was Goose Island. We know that when we were drinking the Goose Island, one of us yelled out Christmas in a cup, and that one of us was me. And how did you yell How did it sound? And I said, Christmas in a cup, (laughs) because it was this ultra rich, brown, black, flavorful beer, man. It was not an IPA. I know. It was was amazing. And that's okay, though, because the IPA is going to be good, too, and maybe... People will just oh Goose Island brew, IPA is fantastic. Peruse, peruse the yeah. Goose Island and be like, hmm, well, I'm gonna yeah. get this one. But don't send us Goose Island IPA. No one's sending us that. No one's sending us that. that. Send us beer. Listen, Trail Show Nation. <laughs> yes. Trail Show Nation. I have an appeal to you on my last Trail Show, regularly scheduled Trail Show. <laughs> <laughs> trail Show Nation. Yes. If you're gonna send us beer. Do a little research ahead of time and make sure that the beer that you wish to send us is not purchasable in Colorado. Yes. And by that I mean, can I go to my local liquor store and buy your beer? If so, don't send it to us. Send us something that is not for sale. And be sure to use a drone. That's right. Or llamas. Llamas are are good too. Like, if you can't use a drone, if you don't have the financial capabilities... To you know, rent a drone, 
Get some llamas. Yeah. Llamas are much cheaper yeah. than drones. They live off the land. That's, all, yeah. the, that's all the mailbag I Send your llamas out here because when they get here, also, they'll be slaughtered. Also, if you have any llamas that you're not we'll into anymore, send them our way as well. And be- when I eat the llama meat, I feel good and I hey, feel strong hey, and I feel like I'm a man. I need what? you to oh, not you eat the something? llamas. <laughs> I need you to not eat the llamas because I need the llamas to carry my stuff. Oh, for yeah. what? Where are you going? I, I don't know, somewhere. Okay. So but I want my llamas, llamas to carry. Hello, D-Lo. Hello. That's your boss. Is, Wait, is that Donald? Your is boss. There? Donald? Donald. Boss. By the way, I yes, see somebody there. amended the show sheet, so it's no longer <laughs> called Ask a She-Hiker. It's called Ask a Shiker. That, that'd be me. But <laughs> before we get to Ask a Shiker, did we have any donors this month? Oh, yeah. We Who were the donators? Wait, people actually gave us money? Uh, yes. It's unbelievable, but they may have. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> Clearly, they were drinking. Let's see here. We've got... Bernard Wolf. Bernie. Bernie. Yep. I, you Wolf know, I like that guy. Yeah, Gumi Wolf Bears. Scott. He is a good dude. Russ Kinder. Kinder He's Pickle. not so good. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody heard we me love, say that. I love, love Russ Kinder. I'm just kidding, No one people. heard me say okay, that. Okay, we I'm got sorry, Craig Gully. Jesus. Gully. What a guy. Chris Smith, Gringo Madness. Gringo. Chris Smith. Bobby Walters. The. Hey, Bobby the Walters. one. The only. That's right. Ready to rumble. I, I'm ready to rumble. Goal, goal, I'm ready goal, to rumble. Goal, 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 goal. Did somebody just score a That's soccer goal? Yeah. I'm okay. not sure. Maybe. Yes. Uh, Joshua Bowden. Bowden. Diane Pinkerstein. Pinkerstein. David Vitti. Hey. Oh. I think he's my favorite name to hey. say. Hey. Vitti. Hey. Justin Quality. No. Quality. Quality. Jason Lurch, not Church Dean. Church Lurch, <laughs> Ingrid Gerard, Vermont Gerard, <laughs> Samuel Emery, Sam Ward, e- Emery, <laughs> em- like an em- like Emery, Emery board, yeah, Emery board, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Emery. Emery board. It's but, okay, but with a uh, Rudy from North Cascade Hiker Podcast hey, oh, Rudy, NC hey. Cascades, uh, Jeffrey Caldwell, Jeff, Buddy oh. Sesum, hey Florida, hey buddy, the. One and only Pat Dixon. Oh! I, actually, I, I Googled this. Can I play Pat Dixon's Yeah, you should. Yeah, please, right now. Let's do it. Do you guys, Let's hear it. You guys no. know about Pat Dixon. Oh, yeah, we do. Right? We do. Just play it. Okay. For those of you who don't know about Pat Dixon's Here ditty, it is. You're about to find out all about get it. Get ready Here to be med- educated. You're in for a real Take treat. Take off your headphones. Soak up some brain turn cells, Turn up your people. speakers and get ready to mosh. Okay. <laughs> just throw some elbows. And without further ado... Here's Pat Dixon's Little Diddy. Oh, yeah. Back on the trail, back on the trail. We don't stop till we get up that hill. Back on the trail, back on the trail. We don't stop till we get up that hill. Punk rock! Oh, okay, so Pat Dixon was one wow. of our <coughs> Who's next? We have, whoa, we've got our one-offs. Okay. We've got uh, Joseph, not Broseph, Richie. 
Why is this guy not Brosif, Richie? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, if you yeah, have to up? say you're not Brosif, you no, got a problem. <laughs> then, I don't know. You might be Brosif. <laughs> That's right. Um, Eric, the Irie Rock Christensen. <laughs> Irie Rock, man. Irie Rock, man. Uh, Samuel Foltz. Foltzy. Wait a minute. That that is not to be confused with the very famous internet star that we can't we can't even really address who that person is. Continue. Yeah, Samuel Fultz. Then we have our beer sponsors. We have Shovel and Stumble from Parent Brewing. And as a special treat, one Frito Rolti Garcia has sent along some very special brews. For each of you. For Christmas gifts. Let's, yes. I tell you what, what? let's, let's pull, pull those out? out. Let's stop the music. We have a very special gift segment here oh. on the trail show. What? So these are not for consumption now. These are for you guys to take home. Courtesy of one Frida Roltai Garcia. Also, Garcia. a Michigan native. He has procured some of the greatest brews of his cadre. Yes, that's if you right. Will. These are beers that are not available in Colorado and also limited So so he did write. Limited availability in Michigan as well. Double right. Yes. Maybe even triple. Probably so triple. he sent the Founders Project Pam, which is a black IPA aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. That what? might be a good one for Delo. Ten point eight percent. A B V send it over this way. What and else? And he also sent the I'll big Big Bad Baptist Imperial Stout, stout with cocoa nibs and coffee added and aged Thank in yo. whiskey barrels. That's got special's name written uh, all over it. Yeah. This don't, one's don't um, tell my lady friend. Because <laughs> she'll make me share it with okay, her. Okay, this one, by the way, says 123% alcohol by volume on the side. That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, no. I missed the decimal point. 12.3. That'll work. The it, decimal point's very worn off. Back and this on is the trail. Back on the trail. And this is we a. Do uh, we get up there? This is a Frito homebrew, right? It is a Frito homebrew. We're going to open this homebrew. one tonight. We're going to open this tonight right, before the are. end of the show. We got it. And POD and I are taking home one of my f- personal favorites from his stash, which is the Massacre Imperial Dark Lager from Wolverine State Brewing. It's 13% ABV. It's a lager aged in bourbon barrels. This man has got me uh, a little tipsy off this beer more than once. And unfortunately, we're not going to share this with either you, D'Lo, or Special. This is staying at fine. House. Fine, be that way. Fine. Sorry. Yes. Fine. But we're giving you fine. these yeah, two you amazing. Yeah, you fine. get some take fine. home. So it's all Frito Rotai Garcia. Thank you so much. Frito Rotai yeah. Garcia. We'll, we'll just, thank we'll just you see if that so air mattress much. has a hole in it tonight, won't we? But yeah. thanks for the beer, everybody. Thank Seriously, uh, it's pretty awesome. Pretty everybody awesome. Else, and homework. Yes. All the people from Parent Brewing Company. Oh, unbelievable. Show. Shovel and stumble. I, I, I'm going to think of all of you tomorrow morning. Also known morning. as shumble. All of shumble. you. Tomorrow morning. When I wake up at 530 in the morning tomorrow, I'm going to think of all of you, and I'm going to have just the most beautiful thoughts. And your kids are like And the best taste in your mouth possible, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I wake up at 530 tomorrow morning, I'm just going to think of all of you and just... I'm just going to have a warm spot in my heart. And, and then I'm going to pee. And slightly <laughs> above, like somewhere, no, somewhere in between the belly button and the, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm going to throw up and I'm going to hope my and wife say, doesn't hear me. It, I also really love all of the beer sponsors <laughs> because nothing says Christmas like watching D'Lo get drunk. I know, I, I love gotta it. I got to say, man. it's I, so fun. I got to tell you, I, I mean, D'Lo, I'm going to miss yeah. having you on the show just period. 
well, all, all, all of that. But I, but I think like the last like twenty five percent of the show <laughs> is when I'm going to miss you the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, know. I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I, I, I think with my schedule back in the swamp. Then I'll probably be able to make Look, it there, out. There it goes. I again. hope so. <laughs> Ma- maybe we'll have to have you start doing like an embedded, uh, yeah. you know, y- yard maintenance. I might, I might be able to roll well. up here. Hey, we'll, we'll basically do like out we'll of order we'll hiking, see. and then we'll can do like you with with yard. Yeah, a report so. from the swamp. Can yeah. we get you to commit right now on the trail show that if the electoral college does something crazy uh, and that he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually. Come into office on January, mid-January. Oh, th- please, that you will please, actually please, stay please, on the please, show. Please, please, okay. Please, 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 okay. So you heard it here first. You heard yeah, it here first. Yeah, because otherwise I'll just have to like move out to Broomfield or something. Okay. <laughs> we, we need to start calling those electors, getting them on board. You have to move to hygiene. Hashtag keep the move, move out to Firestone. Like seriously, guys, I'll drive like forty miles after having like you know all these beers here. It's like yeah, it's cool, man. I'm just gonna drive like forty miles. We'll get right you about now. No problem. Do we want to give thanks and praise to our 2016 show sponsors? We do. Oh my gosh, we had a heck of a year on the show. Uh, show sponsors, by the way, are open. And ready to go for 2017, but we would like to give thanks and praise. Well, I mean, limitedly open, right? Yes, I mean, of we course. were, you know, we're not too desperate over here. No, but no. really, if you want to sponsor the show, please, for the love of God, please yes. seriously send an email to sales at the show dot com. Okay, that's okay. right. Send us your monthly, bi monthly, weekly. Or semi-annual donation to sales at the com. Thanks and praise to all our 2016 show sponsors. Railriders.com. Use the promo code TRAILSHOW to get a discount of 10% off your order. Big ups and big thanks to Railriders.com for sponsoring one of our most recent shows. Yes. Uh, I love their gear, by the way. and <clears throat> I'm using their Bone Flats pants. Once again, for a shameless plug, out on the uh, somewhere along the Arizona Trail this past nice. this coming spring, I should say. Hey, big thanks to Hiker Trash at WeAreHikerTrash.com. They sponsored two of our shows in 2016. Yep. Yeah, get your Hiker Trash hats, shirts, and stuff. Makes great gifts. It, it really does. They got they got cool stuff. Really cool, cool, cool stuff. Cool logos and stuff. They're it's cool. The website again Hiker is Trash for Life. WeAreHikerTrash.com. Big thanks to Alta West at AltaWest.org. Next year, Alta West is going to be in Colorado. What? So in get ready. This is this is unprecedented, people. Alta right. West has never had a gathering in Colorado. So I'm super looking forward to it. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, it is. Book your and tickets. Get ready. It's going to be somewhere near Breckenridge. We don't exactly know where. Is that right, P.O.D.? Uh, we do know where, but I don't know that I'm at liberty to divulge. Yeah, very good. I'm okay. not sure that they've actually announced that yet. Yeah, so. I'll, I'll bleep out that name of the town I just said. Okay, big thanks to Latino Outdoors. Latino Outdoors. For sponsoring. Yep, latinooutdoors.org. They sponsored a show this 2016. And last but definitely not least, the CDTC, the <laughs> Continental Divide Trail Co. No! no! Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Beauty. Not Help beauty. Me. Disco. I mean, Dilo. I, I can't. D- D- for for all of our listeners, Dilo D- was just terrorizing Disco oh with a plunger. Uh, disco <laughs> right now, and I think he may have just peed himself. 
I, I was actually calling I was actually calling D-Lo P.O.D. because I was I was so distraught at because that's what P.O.D. usually does is there was toilet paper the there was like toilet P.O.D. paper pieces on cool. the plunger no, like six no. inches from my face there really wasn't there really was it was at least ten it's inches it's a pretty clean plunger dude it was just I needed your help and you failed last but you not least help me the CDTC. You were not able to help me. The Continental Divide Trail Coalition. You can find them at continentaldividetrail.org. Get a membership right now. Join the CDTC. They're doing great things for the Continental Divide Trail. Hey, and you know what? If you are already a member and you have friends that aren't members, you know what you can do is you can totally sign them up for like a Christmas present. Ooh, a gift membership, if you yeah. will. Because like, you know, if you've already done your deal and you're, and you're a member, like, you know, why not spread the love? Spread the love, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's all our show sponsors for 2016. Big thanks to all of you. We really appreciate it. Let's get right into trail media. Yeah, let's do it. We read an article this month that oh actually boy. it's going to cause some controversy, Dilo. I think so. It's called The Great Trail Debate, oh, Stop Making Trails, written by Kenneth Brower, featured in Outside Magazine. Dilo, you want to get in your chair for this part of the show. I do. I, I really don't want to be, like, seated and yeah. I just want to say, like, it kind of goes against, you know, we're about to talk about the concept of no more trails, which sort of, like, hurts the bottom line here at the trail show. But you know what? I no, think it's a worthy... No, 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 I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe we should change our name to The Hiking Show. I think it is worth talking about. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about this article. Before we talk about this article, let's talk about changing our name to The Hiking Show. No, <laughs> we're not talking about that. Yeah, so, let's do this thing. And basically boils down to this guy saying trails are good in some ways because they concentrate use, right? Yeah. But that inherently, especially in wilderness areas, when you put in a trail, you have an effect that goes, you know, 50 to 100 yards beyond the sides of each side of the trail that does affect the wildlife and the wild space. And I think the author is trying to make the point that we should stop making new trails in lots of places, especially wild places, and let them just be wild. Yeah, and, and I have to say, I, I pretty much fully agree with the author on this one. I, I think that the idea of routes is, is separate from trails, though. And to me, there's like a distinction to be made there. Because if you had the idea of like a, a trail that's, beginning, that's getting more and more popular, then there's going to be more and more use. And that can definitely be an issue for that trail. Whereas, whereas if you've got a route, you know, that isn't necessarily going to be people walking on the same exact path, like, I feel like that has a better, less impact. Mr. Brower says in the article in discussion of the Wilderness Act, he says, under this principle, now the law of our land, a bare minimum of trails in wilderness is a semi-necessary evil. More trails are, ne- more trails are unnecessary. We should resist in the world's last vestiges of wild country our tendency to kill the thing we love. You, you know, and I think there's also something to be said about the trails that are already out there now, for right? Sure. And how much there is yeah. there's a need for trail maintenance and upkeep on those trails yeah. versus spending the effort and resources to open up new trails. Yeah. yeah! And I think, you know, when you're talking about the trails that already exist, the author doesn't make the point of, hey, let's let the trails go to not maintain them anymore. Not at all, yeah. Yeah, and I think that they're, I think I agree with you that, that we should be maintaining the trails that already exist because, you know, if people don't get out into the backcountry, it's, it's hard to be appreciative and think that those spaces exist. 
So while the author is saying let's not make new trails, I think it is important to stress we're not saying nobody go back into the backcountry, but let's maybe focus on those trails that already do exist or do something cross-country. Sure. Yeah. BOD, I just want to <laughs> say that we need to make the trails great again. Well, I hear <laughs> wow, you're working there it on is. that. There it is. Like, yeah, and, I, and just so everybody knows, I'm going to be Donald Trump's media czar, and I'm going to make the media great again for Donald Trump and the trail community because I'm going to bring the trail community t- with me to Donald Trump's swamp in Washington, and I'm going to make the trail community <laughs> great again because that's going to be my focus. There it is. Uh, it's Except a short article. I, I encourage head. people to give it a read. Yeah, we'll post a link on all of our social media feeds. Again, it's Including the great Including Instagram. Trail debate. Stop making trails, Dilo. I'm all for Why it. Why are man. you making trails? Stop I'm making, not making trails. Any trails. Stop making trails. I'm not making any trails, man. My backyard is a wilderness area. <laughs> I, I was going to say a lot. You know, there there are so many trails out there at this point that that you could start hiking tomorrow and never finish them all. Oh yeah, so oh, sure. without a we doubt. We don't so need I, any I, more I think trail. If you, if you really want to have like a new trail, don't have a new actual trail, but just do a new arrangement of trails. We There's a lot. Or, I mean, like, or go cross country. Tra- yeah, or go cross country. No more trails. You know? Provided, of course, you're comfortable. We doing don't it. need. We don't. No need more trails. No. What we need is love. We need that love. So love. much love. We don't more need than trails. No more trails. San Angelo Bar. We don't need to move any rocks. No, no, that rock can stay where it is. Yes, that's right. Let it stay. We don't Why need change geology? No more trails. No, no. No more trails. What we need is love. 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 On those trails that are already there. Let's leave them where they're at and make them better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got Delo's Ask a Hiker. Delo, you got some questions this month, right? Oh, my God. I have the best question ever. I hope I can read it with one eye because that's all that I have open. Which eye? At this point in time. Which eye? Here we go. Maybe I'll try reading with two eyes. Oh, God. Dr- dearest trail showers. Recently, showers. Was, yeah, Wait, that's what it says. Dude, I, what, I'm I just reading this. Showers. I'm just reading verbatim, huh? Should I start from the top? Please. Sure. Okay. Dearest trail showers. Recently, when I was getting out on the trail, after I finally finished sucking eggs from Boston in <laughs> eating bad bologna, I was actually roller skiing on the Iman 3000, about to self-arrest with a vintage MSR tent stake to descend the tallest stairway. It was a, a bit icy, you see. When someone in a skirt with a snorkel and five chairs yelled up to me and asked what a girl was doing up here on this stairway when I responded in Spanish in my best Bill Cosby voice and mumbled something about pudding pops. Pudding pops, I got them pudding pops. I was concentrating, you know, when I suddenly realized I needed to lighten my load and began burning the three pairs of extra jeans I had in my pack. Burn With the portable blowtorch I was Just carrying, burn em. Burn em when all. I took the jeans out, I accidentally triggered my it. spot device, which alerted my monster that I was in trouble. When along came a helicopter, apparently alerted by the spot device, which dropped some maledextrin packets, which I quickly snorted. Then I realized that 27 McDoubles would have provided much better nutritional intake for the descent I was in the midst of. When out of the blue... Tom Brokaw and Donald Brokaw. Trump appeared what? and Trump. began shouting that I was never going to make it. You're never going to make it. 
alas, it was at this point that I set up my REI Kingdom 8 and began sucking down Idaho beers like I was in the midst of a 100-mile waterless stretch of the ICT. You're not going to make it. All of a sudden, a Sasquatch moment, uh, a Squatch moment, and my khakis turned to a different shade of brown when I decided the best thing to do was just to walk away from my tent, tie myself up by the side of the road, and hope that help arrived. Thankfully, it did within minutes. So, yes, my question for you on this month's That's Ask a, a Hiker long lead in, man. is whether something similar to this has ever happened to you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I love the show, The Insincorator's Husband. Wow. Uh, the Insincorator strikes again, but actually the husband of The Insincorator. Yes, that was The Insincorator's husband who wrote that lengthy question. Unbelievable. I, You know, personally... I can't say anything like that has ever happened to me. Special. I was walking along once when the wheels of my elephant fell off, and then I wasn't sure how many canoes it took to shingle the roof of a doghouse. POD? Usually when I hear yelling in Spanish on the trail, it's coming from my own mouth. Good point. Mm. D'Lo. So wise. Have I ever told you guys about the time when I crossed the Mason-Dixon line at a, a a big state park in Maryland, and there was nobody there on that morning except for the guy masturbating. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, please, please tell me? us, please tell us right you now. You want to hear this story? Yes. I feel like if you spend enough country, um, enough time in the backcountry, you have a story of somebody masturbating. So this is the story: the guy masturbating. Okay. Right? Well, this is kind of my story, which is in line with the insecurator's husband's question: is has anything just like completely out of whack ever happened to you? And it's happened to me. Okay, so what? What? Here it, we go. What happened? So I was hiking by myself. I had been off the trail for two weeks. I got back on the AT, and interestingly enough, I had not set out to hike the entire AT. I was like, "Nah, I'll hike about half of it. That's fine. I'm from the Northeast. I don't need to go up north and hike up north." But I really liked hiking the AT, so I came back. So I came back to uh, Harpers Ferry, took the train there, stayed at the hostel. There was nobody there. <coughs> yeah. Got back on the trail the next day, started hiking. The day after that, I rolled into that uh, state park. It's called Penmar Park. It was Penmar. Huge state park. Sure. Huge. Like picnic table, like hundreds of picnic tables. Like on a, <laughs> on a weekend, there must, there, I mean, there are. Picture, oh. picture this place on a weekend. There's I've like, been there on the weekend. It's, it's like hundreds. Swing hundreds. sets, There's barbecues. There's probably like 500 people there. I on got a like yeah. 30 free Rice Krispie treats. Oh, I know. It's, it's a great, great place to get trail magic. I was there yes. on a weekday, man. There was absolutely no one there. But this guy, right? So I roll in by myself. I was like, oh, there's a soda machine. Let's get some soda. Okay, cool. <laughs> so I left my pack. Wait, not really, pop? Really far, really far from the soda machine. Walked all the way across the park, soda machine, got my soda, put in a dollar bill, walked back. And I kind of like looked over to the restroom building. I was like, hey, I think there's a person there. Hmm. They're moving. What are they doing? Well, who cares? Whatever. So I kept walking. And then I walked past the building and I kind of went back to my pack and then looked back. And what did I see? But a man, a grown man, an old man at that. Masturbating. Now, how old are we talking? Are we talking Billy Goat or Squatch? Gray hair, 60 plus years old. So, Squatch. Yeah. 
staring at me. You know, he's like, he's like. Oh, he was making eye contact. Well, he's probably was like. He, was he smiling? He's or 200 he feet angry? away. He's 200 feet away. So he's far away enough so that someone with bad you eyesight. Were, you were spared the, the visual. Yeah, thing. you were kind of spared the complete <laughs> visual. But it's like, you know what this guy's doing, right? It's just like, this is, this is weird, man. And, and you know. When I like, I, I kind of had this feeling that somebody was in this park. I was like, I felt like somebody else is here. This is weird. I, and it's not like I just looked around and all of a sudden there's this dude masturbating. It's like I kind of felt like there was this guy. Yeah. Here. You, I had this you could feel the presence, the presence yeah, of you the masturbation. The yeah. 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 Which is understandable. Which is understandable. All, all of a sudden, I feel like I, I, walked, wow. I walked by the building and I looked over my shoulder and like, and then I looked back and then. 100 feet away, it was like this old guy with his pants around his ankles, you know, no full kidding. on masturbating. And I was like, well, that's weird. I think it's time for me to go. And I kind of. You, you didn't stick around? No. <laughs> you hiked out. Yeah. I, I packed up my gear. You shouldered your pack. Yep. You walked away from the car. I did. You I didn't step on I a didn't dirt walk path. Up. I didn't, on I didn't a journey approach not too far. the man who was masturbating with his back against the building and say, oh, hi. Do, my do you suppose Mike. maybe he just had nice a cramp? Nice to meet you. What are you doing here today? Oh, I'd like to learn more. No, I didn't question, do that. You know? Question, question. Yeah. Do, you, do you think he was there before you got there? I think he was because um, I, 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 I felt his presence after I walked. I left my pack here, you know. Question two. On this side of the microphone, and I walked all the way <laughs> to the other side of the microphone to put my dollar in the soda machine and do buy you a think soda and then walk all the way back. It is, is it your opinion that the masturbation started before or after you arrived at the park? I think the masturbation started after I was Oh, I was hoping you wouldn't I was the object of desire. What? I don't know if it was necessarily you. No, just anybody. So anyways, back to that question, which was... Wow. What was the question? I don't know, but maybe we should go to the next question. Yeah, we got another question tonight. The question was, does anything completely weird happen to you on the trail? And I answered that one. Yeah, I think the answer is yes. I mean... Very much yes. Well, we could do a bonus show on weird things that have happened to us on the trail. Sounds like a good idea. Story for another day. Dilo, second question. Question number two with one eye. I'm going to long time listener, but I got behind trail show episodes, so I am binge listening to the 2016 season. Ooh, oh, I like it. My hiker question listener. is, did any of you have a hardcore hiker slash explorer that inspired you to, at a young age, get on the trail? Or that you would encourage others to read about to gain a deeper appreciation of the outdoors and... Get on the trail! For example, <laughs> Colin Fletcher, Edmund Hillary, and Tenzig Norgay, Robert Perry, John <coughs> Coulter, John Fremont, John Muir, <laughs> Scott Harriet, Chris Townsend. Uh, what other thing? Wait, did you just say Scott Harriet? I heard Harriet? Scott Harriet. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, come on now. He's a real inspiration. Hey, for some people, he certainly is. You should throw Meadow in there, too. <laughs> Meadow in. One other thing <laughs> you mentioned on a previous podcast that people send you money so you can buy your beer for the shows in lieu of shipping it out to Colorado on a llama. If I could send you $50, could you buy a McLeod or a San whatever bar? The San Angelo bar. Yeah, I know. Like, what's up, dude? San whatever bar 
to smash the special effects soundboard. Oh, oh, it's getting personal. What? What? I think I, I don't I like think this. Disco I don't like this. We did Just that. kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I don't like this. <laughs> Enjoy living vicariously through you folks and your shows. Give me ideas for future hikes. Thank you, Tom Clark. <clears throat> wow. Okay. Does anybody so remember the question? I'm a little upset that that <laughs> there was mention of the soundboard, but I've heard it before. I can take it. So what's the question, Dilo? What what does he need answered? The question yeah, is: on, Let's has, get to the root of this. Let's, get, let's cut to the chase. Here's please. the question: Has Colin Fletcher, Edmund Hillary, oh, yeah. and Tenzing Norgay, or Robert Peary, or John Coulter, or John Fremont, or John Muir, or Scott Harriet, or Chris Townsend, or Janae Dawood <laughs> inspired you to get on the trail? I don't know who any of those people are. I'll start. So a good friend of mine. From college, from Clemson University, go Tigers, Jacob Gatorboy Cram, he set out to hike, through hike, I should say, the AT in 1997, and he was my inspiration for getting on the trail in 1999. Uh, so it, my inspiration was actually... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Go, no, you go ahead. <laughs> Please. I'm, I'm okay. So I, I actually learned about distance hiking... <gasps> From uh, oh. National <laughs> Geographic Adventure magazine, they had, oh really? The, yeah, so my climbing mentor gave me a stack of uh, magazines, and one of them was the uh, National Geographic Adventure, and it had a s- article on Triple Crown hiking, and I was like, "That's badass." That's all. That's um, all. I you know I did the a- when I did the AT, I didn't really know anything about long distance backpacking, and I honestly didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I didn't have any role models that I was looking up to per se. I was just trying to escape. But I would say if someone's looking for someone to look up to, as far as she hikers go, Tenzig Norway. I would you recommend mean shikers? shikers, shikers, Edward Shackleton. I would recommend uh, Liz Snorkel Thomas. Yeah, Edward Snowden. I would also recommend Kristen Gates, Miles for Breakfast. Kristen Gates. And Sage Clegg's done Sage some big Clegg. miles. Yeah. Grandma Gatewood. I'd also. Who? Who? Grandma Gatewood. Grandma Gatewood. <laughs> She's a fraud. She's not a fraud. <laughs> Q Max. I'd also throw Anisha in there for sure. Pretty badass. Yeah, sure. What about sure. what about Mike Dilo Di Lorenzo? <laughs> yeah, he's that dude. What about Bono? He won Woman of the Year. So much about San Angelo <laughs> bars. <laughs> Bono? Nothing? Nobody? Bo- Bono? Doesn't Bono count now? Not as a hiker. Or a shiker. Yeah, I wasn't inspired by individuals. I was just no. more inspired by like the idea that, that people hiked long trails and that it was a thing that I have a did. real world story to share with you guys. Velo, go. Please. Talk when to I, us. Is this the I, one about the ferret? In 1998. <laughs> 98? In 1998. Before I was about to go to college, went to New Hampshire and I lived in New York at the time. And I went to New Hampshire to go on this trip. It was a trip at the outdoor club from the University of New Hampshire where I was about to go to college. And on this trip, we were supposed to go rock climbing and hiking and caving and things. And the weather was bad. The weather was bad, so we didn't go caving or something. I don't remember exactly. It's, call, it's called no. spelunking. The, we- the weather was bad, so we didn't go climbing. We didn't go rock climbing. And to this day, I've never been into rock climbing, and I blame it on those fools from New Hampshire. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> what, I, what I saw on that trip, I drove my, my 1986 
Ford Tempo out to New Hampshire. I had a Ford Tempo, too. Yeah, I loved my Ford Tempo, and I drove it out to New Hampshire by myself. <laughs> and I met up with all these people. And then I went on this trip with these people. And when I went on this trip with these people, I remember one thing stuck out of my mind. We picked up some Appalachian Trail through hikers. Oh, no kidding. We really did. We were in this van. There was a couple of us. There was maybe four to six of us. Pinkham Notch? We picked up one of these. The, we picked up two Appalachian Trail through hikers somewhere in that vicinity. That's, that's correct. Pinkham Notch, the Pemigawasset. I don't really remember exactly where it was. We picked them up, and I was just kind of startled. Why are we picking up these hitchhikers? And the man who was shuttling, who was driving the van, said, hey, these guys are hikers. We're going to pick them up, and we're going to take them to town. Yeah. And when they got in the van, they smelled so <laughs> of course they did. They smelled so I, I, I don't had, know what I had you're Actually, about. at that point in my sheltered life, I had never smelled people that smelled that bad. Yeah. It was, it was severe. It was just like, holy Severe sh- smell. I know. You know, I think for, for, for listeners who don't know what the full force of hiker funk really smells like, I don't even know that there's a way for you to like no, even get it. There isn't. No, I mean, not. like. There's like not. you know when you drive along and you and you hit that section of road where you know a skunk got hit within that's the right. last week, yeah. or there's and, an and, oil and you're refinery and you're like, right there. Oh man, that's <laughs> gross! It smells like a dead skunk right here, and it will for another week and a half. So like, imagine the first day of that, but um, way worse. But it's not dirtier smelling. Yeah, hikers don't smell like, skunky. It's, it's, it's more of a garbage. Smell, yeah, it's it smells like a dumpster. Hikers yeah. smell yeah. like dumpsters. Yeah. 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 Fast forward. Fast forward. Sunbaked dumpsters. Six years. When my sister picked me up in western Massachusetts in my dad's BMW and I stepped into the car, she quickly put her hands on her nose, rolled down the window, and just shouted at the top of her <coughs> lungs and said, You smell like a homeless person. <laughs> oh my God. So it yeah. smells like Bigfoot's d- Exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. So, future through hikers, remember what I'm telling you right now when you're about to hitch a ride. And remember the advice from uh, Uncle Green Bean, a hiker friend of mine from 2000, 2005. <laughs> Put on your sunscreen before you're about to hitch a ride. Do you know why? Because it will mask your body odor. Oh, th- this is a reverse huge, delo. I mean, yeah, huge. It's a trail All right, tip. I got I got to say, huge you, trail you, tip. You can put cologne on dog, <laughs> but that's what you're still gonna smell. No, you're still gonna smell. You're still gonna smell. You're still gonna. Smell still gonna sm- if you put on some trail, if you put on some sunscreen, like right about before you're about to hitchhike, you're not gonna smell like that. Yeah, ass. quite as bad. I mean, it. it you're not it's gonna smell gonna as be one of those like deals ass. where, I, yeah. look, whenever I'm hiking and I get a hitchhiking ride, the first thing I do is say, "Thank you for picking me up." I would advise that we roll down the windows. Yeah, you know, and I apologize for how bad I smell. Yep, so that's really <laughs> nice. That's like, that's that's like really the nice. first yeah. thing. It's like the office space that I work at. There's a cinnamon spray in the bathroom, Ooh. and every time I walk Gross. in, it smells like cinnamon and BM. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hate that, man. Looking forward oh, to this. Oh snap! We got a tent steak review, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, tent steak, tent steak, tent steak, tent steak.
Tensei. Special 41. Tensei. Take it away. All right, so this month we're going to be reviewing, this is a pretty standard ultralight tent stake that comes with a number of, we'll call them cottage industry shelters. Okay. These tent stakes sort of have this large metallic, somewhat, uh, cylindrical thing at the top that apparently you're supposed to pound on, um, but uh, actually we're just gonna we're we're gonna dismiss that entirely. Okay, now what do you mean? We're, we're because sometimes you hike out without your tent stake. Yeah, that, this is a good Oops, point. I forgot a tent stake. I'm down a tent stake. So what Oops. do you do? Oh, what do you do? I oh, look at that! I happen to have a fork <laughs> or maybe a spork in my cook. A kit. fork or a Not spork or a spork or maybe it. even a long spoon. Oops. Yes, a, a loon. I wonder how long. I wonder how well this will work as a tent stake. So this month we're actually reviewing cutlery as a tent stake. Uh, you can, in fact, use cutlery as a tent stake. Um, I think that 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 forks work better than spoons. Uh, forks tend to have a little bit more of that, like. Like hard angle, so that the your your little your little loop can't get up yeah. and around the head of the of the fork. You no, know? keep you it fa- al- keep it family friendly. You could also I don't know Sorry what you're talking about. You could also that. do forks tine- get me excited. You could stick a fork in it. Oh, I'm done. You could do tines <laughs> down. You could also do tines down. The tines down, tines down, though, is that it's a lot harder to get it into particularly rocky soil, and it's also really tough to like try to keep the line on there unless, <laughs> unless your angle is like pretty severe. Which which direction is so. the tines face? Up or down? Uh, I would do tines up. Tines up. Tines up. <laughs> but the real question isn't tines up or down. The ti- the real question is tines towards the shelter or tines away from the shelter when using a fork. My forehead is as, bleeding. So I, I'm going to recommend tines towards the shelter. Really? Tines towards. Yeah, what when you're, you're using a fork about, as, a, as a tent stake. Tines towards you where? Snag. You could snag. Tines toward where? No, it's got to be p- pointed towards the shelter, <laughs> like this. Oh, I see. Like I the see. shelter's yeah, over yeah, yeah. here. Okay, I see. Okay. Tines towards. And so this is away, and this is towards, and that's away, and this is Quick, the tines. Somebody take a picture of the So here, I'll fork. demonstrate it for the... So this is towards <laughs> the shelter over this way. Yes. And that's away from the shelter. Yes. Tines should be up. <laughs> okay. Tines up! Okay. All right, we got that? <laughs> yep, I think we're good. All right, all right. So uh, this month's gear review, you now have it. Um, if you use a fork instead of a tent stake, make sure that your tines are up <laughs> oh. and towards the shelter. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. We've got some tent stake reviews. By the way, that sound was an ice cube hitting <laughs> Dilo's microphone. <laughs> and that sound was Dilo's eye hitting the microphone. <laughs> oh, boy. It has been a hell of a show. This possibly might just be our longest show ever. I don't know. Doubtful. Is it four well, hours that long? Uh, we're, 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 we're over three hours. There was that one episode that we dropped acid and recorded for 17 straight <laughs> hours, but we never put it up. It's a so. bonus show. Yeah. Oh. To be released sometime in 2019. I don't know. Okay, I don't it. know. Got it. Got it. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. A big thanks to Dirtmonger. Except for Bob. We don't like that you listen, Bob. <laughs> Bob? Bob. He knows. He knows who he is. Oh, yeah. That guy. Big thanks to Dirtmonger for speaking to us on the Sky Islands Traverse. Thanks goes to Squatch for Tales of the Trail. It's been a while, my friend. 
We're looking forward to your BFT documentary. Always a pleasure, Squatch. Squatchfilms.com. Thanks Squatch a million Films. to all our monthly PayPal donors. That's right. And a huge, huge thank huge. to Mike Dilo DiLorenzo for giving the Trail Show Nation four and a half years and 55 episodes. Why, why isn't it five? Of your special brand of madness. Why isn't it five years? We will all miss it's, the it's hell out of you. It's and we will years. all miss harassing you. Well, Me especially. Come well, back anytime you want and we'll don't be a happens. stranger. Dilo, we'll, 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 we'll continue to harass Trump you for duties. another half a year, though. Yeah, How's that sound? What did you just say? We'll, we'll just keep harassing you for another half a year. You can do that. Yeah, we need another half a yeah. year. Any parting words to the Trail Show Nation, Mr. I just want to say that I have been with the Trail Show longer than I have had children. And I have had more fun with the Trail Show than I've had (laughs) with my children. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've had a lot of fun with my children, but they're kind of a pain in the ass sometimes. (laughs) And you guys, you guys who are listening are not. You just listen and you laugh and it's fun. My children... They listen and they laugh, and sometimes it's not fun. <laughs> and sometimes they pee in your direction. And yeah, yeah, I've been pissed on it. On, man. It is what it is, you know. So I'm just very thankful that the Trail Show Nation has appreciated my sense of humor for the oh, past yeah. five years, and I'll be back. I love I'm, it. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll be in the swamp for like a couple months at a time. Yeah. But when I'm not in the swamp, I'll come back. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it real. Because I, I, I want to connect with the people. I want to hear what the people have to say. Because people, people, and I'll be here. I'll be back. I'll be back, ladies and we'll gentlemen. <laughs> I just gotta hang out in the swamp. We'll, we'll have to have you do an embedded uh, oh, a, a yard a maintenance and upkeep yeah, uh, section. And thank you to Shovel and Stumble from Parent Brewing. Parentbrewing.com. Amazing spread of beer this evening. They really raised the bar because I feel like did. future donors are going to have to send us so much beer that we can't drink <laughs> it in one show because that's basically what just happened here. Yes. I think and also to Frida Roll C- Ty Garcia for the Christmas Oh! I can't wait to drink my All massacre. Of his beer. Yes. My massacre. I got it in my hand. And thanks to Out of Order for the little sound clip. Out of Order, good luck getting over the Alps this winter, man, because heads up, it's winter. (laughs) Out of Order, you got to bring cheese, dude. You got to get get out of Germany, man. I feel like. Get some skis, (laughs) man. Get some skis, man. Get some skis. Skid up, ski down. You'll be out, brother. It'll be sick, bird. Sick bird, bro. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, on twitter.com, <laughs> at trailshow, at facebook.com, and instagram.com, at thetrailshow, on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and of course on iTunes. We're also on Twitter. I'm at LAWTONG. DLO is at DLOW. POD is at Felicia Fitness. Special 41 is at Janae Daoud. Another trail show is coming gone, but don't shed tears in beers. We'll be back in January with more beers, trails, and nonsense. Until then, for the Princes of Darkness, D-Lo, and Special 41, I'm Disco. Ciao. Ciao, 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 ciao. <laughs> D-Lo, we love you. I love you guys. Come too. back anytime, man. I will. Anytime. Please. Except for Drain the swamp show. first, though. Please, drain the swamp. February. And then come just, back. Just Very good. pull the plug. Man, what, what are you guys moving furniture? <laughs> Make trails, not war. But no, I think this is actually like the perfect time of year to like 
start hedging your bets. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like just on the no, no, off no. chance that maybe you'll get fired. That I have to say. You've been talking all night, brah. Did you get that on recording? I didn't. I, I, I got none of that. That's okay because it's kind of like a sol- soliloquy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. How's the bike ride home gonna go, man? I got a helmet. It's a little icy. As long as I don't fall right outside the door, I think I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trust me, I've biked home in much worse conditions. Didn't you and your wife get a DUI once on a bicycle? No, ride? but my many of my friends have asked me like. How on earth did you make it home last night in your bike? <laughs> <laughs> and you had no answer because you actually didn't know how you made it home, right? <laughs> until, until I had to answer the next morning like, why is there a pineapple on our dining room table? 